Untitled Unfocused, back at it. Everyone's here. Every single person. Tyler. Yep. Raymond? Raymond, yep. And, um. You okay, Ray? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got a ton to talk about today. We actually do have a bunch. Um. Yeah. You know. It usually is with a double episode, but I feel like there's, you know, we got we got some good stuff. Um. Uh, I just realized double episode means, uh. Gotta pick a next, uh. Next uh, anime for uh, the next thing, whatever we're doing next. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Don't worry, Ray. I got, I got it all covered. I got, you I got, got the. Okay, good. Same, same deal as last time. I got, you know, I got a list. We're gonna go over it. Um, I'm sure you can Check pull up. Twice? Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't. You know, it's, it might, it might come back sure to haunt me. Nice. Uh, you know, with, you know, I feel like you can help me with that. I feel like, you know, with, with our powers combined, you know. You know, with the, <laughs> you know how in, in Power Rangers, they all come together, and they form like the. I haven't seen the last episode by Nanzanon. Thank you for reminding me. I gotta watch that. You do, yeah, you do. You do should do that. I think they announced. Because then when I watch the last episode, I'll I'll see how they actually do it. Okay, well then I I don't want to spoil it for you then, cause, okay. yeah. I think actually they're like continuing that. I think they announced they're like, yeah, this is part of a universe. We're making a bunch more stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. Gridman was pretty- I like Gridman. Dinazanon's more... Symbolic. Okay. Like, is what I'll say. Like, there's a lot of, like, shots that are focused in certain ways. That, like, unlike- If you're watching just for the story, you won't pick it. You know what I mean? But, like, if you watch it, like, looking at the meaning behind certain shots, then, like, they kind of come out and make sense. Okay, okay. Oh, do you... Do you like the new one, then? The Nazan, it's enjoyable, yeah. Yeah? I don't think it says, like, if you're looking for a better story, I think Gridman's there. How does it rank against... Uh... What was the... What was the movie we watched? Um... The other Trigger movie? Promare? Promare, yeah. How does it rank against Promare? I like it. I mean, like, I like the, the thing. I think we thought about already, but Promare is a uh, feels generic, just with the nice animation on top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like it better than Promare Dinazanon. Okay, yeah, because I know that that I think for both of us, yeah, the the story wasn't really what we yeah. got from <laughs> from Promare. Like Dinazanon has a story that's like you know, but the story's not as deep as Gridman. Okay. Okay. But Gridman has like this entire idea, like a meta story, that's not there in Dinazanon. Mm-hmm. There's still a story though that's being told, but it's not as deep as Gridman's. Yeah, I have to. I have to finish Gridman. I think I watched like eight episodes of that. I never finished it though. I would recommend it. I mean, I definitely think the ending is part of the strongest part of Gridman. Okay, I'll have to finish it then. <laughs> that, that's the Some best people part. don't like the ending as much, but I think the ending is the stronger part for what they were going for. I feel like that's always been Trigger's problem, though, is their their endings are always controversial. Yeah, but at least for Gridman, it makes sense to what they want. At least the way I saw it. Okay. So I I know we did talk about yeah Trigger's endings. You know, it is something that we bring up. But I feel like with Gridman, it's intentional the way they do it that way. Okay. With, with Frank's, it was like what it was like a reset, and it just felt kind of weird and out of place. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was that thing where, like, looking back, you could see why they did it, but it still would have been better if they did it differently. But the manga exists. Yeah. And then, At I've, least I've, I've seen, like, half of Grand Logan, and, and people have to complain about that as well. The ending of, of Grand Logan is, like, kind of similar to Frank's. <laughs> It's like, okay, we'll see, you know, we'll see. I haven't seen my brother seen the Garen Logan. That's when we could bring him on. No, that... He doesn't like the Beyond, though. Sure, sure, sure. What did you talk about the one day? He, he came in the one day and you talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! For like 30 seconds? Yeah. Okay, he's Yu-Gi-Oh! No joke, uh, he got Yu-Gi-Oh! cards recently. You were telling me that that he was thinking about doing that. He got the Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Slifer, and Obelisk structure decks. I have seen those. They are new. They just came out. He went to the store at Walmart, and uh, they were all sold out. I'm sure they so were. I have, order, I have to order them online from. Is he just collecting them? Is he like playing? Well, oh, he asked me to play with him, so he's using the obelisk one, and I'm using the slifer one, of course. Fool. Slifer's way better. Oh, come on. He's a Kaiba boy, so. Ah, he's just, he's wrong then. You know. I will say though, in the movie, yo, we have to watch that Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Which one? The one I told you about, the one that was like the most recent for the old, new Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, not okay. new Yu-Gi-Oh, the. The most recent movie that corresponds to original Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember you telling me about that. Because there's just a scene where Kaiba does some ridiculous stuff, and it's like, yeah. And the Pharaoh's not there. Uh, that's a big part of it. Because mm -hmm. it's a post-Pharaoh world. Do you remember the ending to Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember because... I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but I remember as a kid, and I don't, I don't know if this was actually the ending, this might have been like, I don't remember like the exact episode it ended on, but I do remember the end battle with, um, Yugi versus the Pharaoh, right? That was, that was like a big thing. And I remember the, 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 the stipulations were like, if Yugi wins, then the Pharaoh, like he's done his job, so now he can go rest or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if the Pharaoh wins, then that means he still has more work to do and then he'll stay with Yugi or whatever. In my in my mind, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, "Well, then I would I would just lose. I would just lose." You know what yeah. I mean? Because he, I mean, spoiler, he wins, and then yeah. the pharaoh has to leave or whatever, and he's and everyone's sad and he's like crying or whatever. And I'm like, "He should just lost. Why'd you, why'd you win? You know, it was, it was, it was such a clear path. Didn't make sense to me." Because he was he was so much better, you know what I mean? Like 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 the Pharaoh was just clapping people the entire series. The, the, the actual king of games. Yeah, like he's literally the guy. Like he's the one who saved everyone's lives. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Yeah, this whole time, you know. Um, are are you the one that said and that? And he has an actual character growth too. He does. Yeah. It's because like they show you the old him, and he's like a selfish pharaoh. He like doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, but then yeah, with with the help, I think that was like a big thing in the in the duel too. Was like, oh, you've mm -hmm. you've learned from me, but I've learned from you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Were you the one that sent me that 
that thing, uh, that that meme about Yu-Gi-Oh. Either you sent it to me or I just saw it, but it was it was the one where it was like you know an alternative history. If uh, if what's his name, the like bug guy, if he never threw Exodia off uh, off the end of the boat, and it like cut to uh, where were they going? Like Duel's Kingdom, right? That's that's where they were on their way to, and it was Yugi's duel versus the bug dude. And, and Yuki just pulled Exodia, <laughs> like his first turn. <laughs> I thought that was funny, because yeah, he, he, you know, they, they had to do that or else Yugi would have just destroyed the entire tournament, you know? It's like, you know, it's a nice way to get rid of one like thing that's kind of like, automatically makes Yugi win in duels. To make it more interesting, at least for a viewer perspective. Oh, because that was purely a plot device for the first like three episodes of the show it was so that he could beat Kaiba you know but then after that they realized oh this is way too powerful we can't actually have this in the show it's like he, he technically would win every time yeah exactly he would he would win every duel you know um, and also like if he's relying on this then there's no creative way we can go around this exactly right yeah because <laughs> yeah you would have painted yourself in a corner because it's like well the end game no matter what succeeds or what fails you always have exodia to fall back on you know and then there was that 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 was another thing that kind of broke my brain as a kid was when they went to um duel city right that whole arc and there was the one well actually there was multiple duelists i guess they're all part of the same group and they had like 17 sets of exodia and in their decks and, and they're also the people that were using those like that like drop solution or whatever so that they can like see through cards or whatever like in their mm -hmm. in their thing that, that i didn't i didn't understand that as a kid either i was like wait i thought there's only one set of exodia it's not that what makes it special you know mm -hmm. so like I, I didn't know were they using fakes or was there just more copies you know i never i never understood that dang it <laughs> you know it's a show whatever um so one thing that you brought up before the podcast right that will, we should we could talk about it a little bit at this point you know because we've also talked about it previously um on here is um is is the chainsaw man trailer came out yeah we we talked about chainsaw man on here yeah pretty extensively <laughs> we we did we talked about well the author's great um again fire punch if you guys haven't read that so good highly recommend they're two different stories fire punch and chainsaw man very different fire punch is this more meta story that reaches a, a lot of metaphors and analogies for the world mm -hmm. chainsaw man is not that extensive but it is it does have some deeper meaning yeah, I would say that Chainsaw Man is definitely more of like a mainstream kind of story. You know, it's not as like like psychological as Fire Punch is. I mean, it does have those you, elements, you, but yeah, you can dig into it a bit more and find them. But it's not as blatant as Fire Punch. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say towards the ending, which it's not like the ending of the manga. It's just like the ending of the first part. But but the ending is where it really like all those again the, like deeper meanings where they all kind of come together it's like oh okay if you were really paying attention then this ending is super satisfying mm -hmm. and then it sets up the next part very nicely um yeah of course you know we got mappa on the case which they are they they, they don't miss you know as as of late anyway i'm not really familiar with their older works 
Um, yeah, the, recently they don't miss. Um, there's one thing to say. I will say, um, it is crunch. It is, unfortunately. It is crunch. It is crunch. Um, but they did say that after this Attack on Titan Season 2, and I think uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, they did say they will be relaxing their crunch schedule publicly. They did say that. That's good. I didn't know that. That's that's very good. Um, but the thing is, they put themselves on even more crunch. I talked to you about this. I think I brought it up. Where they actually bid to do Chainsaw Mail. Okay. Okay. So they added this onto their already crunched plate. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because that's Chainsaw Man's coming out, not this season. That's that's coming out, but but the one after, right? Isn't that when Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man? And yeah, yeah, I know the upcoming season that we're gonna talk about later. I think they're doing three shows. It's pretty extensive. Which is again, I I don't know how big of a studio Chainsaw, not Chainsaw, how big of a studio Mappa is. Like, you know, because I know a lot of studios are very huge and they can have, like, multiple teams, you know? Mm-hmm. But three shows in one season seems like a lot. Yeah. And it's all crunch. It's going to be. Yeah. Which, so, I uh, mean, the work is awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, in the anime industry, specifically, uh, stuff like crunch is a very prevalent issue <laughs> in almost every studio. I would say the one that usually comes out on top is um is it kyoani is that the one i think that might be the studio that everyone always says oh no this studio though they don't like they don't crunch and like all their employees are always like no we don't crunch the conditions are great they give us time you know i, I think yeah. that's the studio i i, I could be mixing up with another one but i think i think that's the one so they did say they'd be relaxing. Who knows how that's actually going to be relaxed in the future? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're, all the things they're picking up on their play are bangers. And it's going to be really disappointing if they can't emulate that correctly. But the thing is, it's hard to say. They've already showed Jujutsu Kaisen. They've already shown Attack on Titan. Chainsaw Man PV already looking clean. Um, so, at least with the way they set up right now, if they... They have stuff right now that they're doing for this season. Um, I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know what they have going next season, but they may have to. Uh, they're they're probably obviously you know doing it right now. If like Chainsaw Man PV is coming out now, that means they've already done like a lot of things working for that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm same as you. I don't know. Like along with Chainsaw Man, I don't know what else they're doing for that season. But <laughs> and again, like it, like they could have also picked up a bunch of shows. For like financial reasons, you know, maybe they need the work to be able to support. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about that specifically, but if they could, I would focus on Chainsaw Man because I feel like if that is like 10 out of 10, like the hype around Chainsaw Man with the manga and everything, it mm-hmm. like it's in a very good place. It's in a very similar place, and I hate talking about this because. It makes me sad every time, but with Act Age, it's it, you know you know to me it's in a very similar spot as Act Age, where it is teed up to be it's perfection, right? Yeah, yeah, to be like one of the next big things that everyone talks about, and so I feel like they had just focus on this and make it a, a, every bit as good as it should be, and they will be set, <laughs> you know. See, that's the thing though. Like, look at their play right now. So like, well, they got like Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the movie's already slated. I think they've shown off like you know 
like the not the trailer, but they showed off like the promotional art. They have the posters, and like it's slated for Christmas release mm -hmm. around then. Attack on Titan Final Season Part Two. That's gonna clean up Attack on Titan. If the Attack on Titan is not well animated for the last season, people are gonna outrage. Yeah, it has to be. Like, and like Jujutsu Kaisen setup right now, where it's basically like Demon Slayer, where if this movie flops. Or if the movie like is successful, it basically pushes forward the franchise single-handedly. It does, yeah. Because mm -hmm. Demon Slayer movies shown how big that could be, so like Map has got themselves slated for that as well. So if this movie has to be good. They're willing to like try to even match Demon Slayer right now. And then with Chainsaw Man, you're right. It's like New Arrow Shonen right here. Mm -hmm. With this and Jujutsu Kaisen, they have to kind of push it. It's actually a really good comparison with Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer because I feel like they're in very similar boats um i mean i i think i personally i probably like jutsu kaisen just a little bit more but they both were like um you know just a single show and they got pretty big and now they're coming out with a movie and you know but you know before the next season of the show um mm -hmm. and, and they're both huge you know they're both two shows that people put towards they got the top two studios that are working them off too like i mean like they got uh you foldable working on demon slayer the budget's like outside the roof yeah ridiculous kind of ridic and then Mappa here, the budget may not be as high as Ufotable, but gosh, it looks good. It's still very clean. <laughs> it, it's not, they're no slouch either, you know? <laughs> no, not, not at all, not at all. And like, even if, like, the quality of, like, the art wasn't a 10 out of 10, like, they're, like, you know, the way their fight scenes are choreographed and everything, and, like, how fluid they are, like, you know, that, that carries it alone in Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, so, it wouldn't have to be, because, you know, I know with, with, like, Demon Slayer, you know, especially with, like, the, the like, water thing The art style's pretty clean, and, yeah. like, Ufotable focuses on the fights as well. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's their thing. They always do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that. I don't... I mean, I don't read a lot of manga, but I don't, like, watch a lot of stuff that I've already read. But I think with this, I'm probably going to watch it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've, I've, I've already told you, I've read all of Jujutsu Kaisen. I can't wait to see it animated. Oh, God, so I'm not, I'm so excited for season two. I'm so excited for the movie to come out. I'm excited for Chainsaw Man. It's a good time to yeah, be a manga and anime. I was literally about to say, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time, you know? Act Age was a part of that golden age. God, man. You know, I was thinking about Act Age last night, and I just got sad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just like, I, I, I wish I never read this. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you think it would have been better, but, like, the thing is, like, it's so... He's a, like, he's a genius! <laughs> so tragic. It's, it's, like, it's like, the author's a genius, and then the artist is also insane for making it us recognize the genes yeah yeah because that that is not easy to like take what they're trying to convey and actually convey it not yeah. easy it's, it's, it's like it's like there's two layers of genius here and the author ruins it but ruined it. it's like it's like the author has this insane story built up but for something that's so built on the idea of having everything visibly made because it all revolves around film it all revolves around play it all revolves on acting and having to portray that through the characters is also insane on top of that. Which is why I felt like if Act Age was an anime, it would have been the perfect medium. It would have killed. It, it, it's, it's, how else would you 
convey the choice of acting, which is just so meta in the first place, then with also having voice actors behind it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Shonen was even, they were promoting it, like, heavy, as, like, the next big thing, you know? <laughs> it's just, ah. Uh, probably the biggest disappointment ever. <laughs> so, the sad thing is I heard that he's gonna walk free, dude. Like, he's just gonna be in prison for a couple years and he's gonna be out. Mm. But tough. no one's gonna want to hire him, though. No, no, probably not. Because his publishing <laughs> career is, like, basically over. Yeah. Unless they're willing to, like, overlook it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could think of is if he would go under, like, a like another name or something like yeah. that. Like, then maybe... But they'd have, like, I guess they have, like, job screenings and whatnot. They'll, like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's gonna be very difficult, you know, for him to, <laughs> for him to do that again. It's like... I definitely know for Jump, he's blacklisted. There's no, they're not going to bring him back. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jump wiped their hands clean from him, and they're trying to get the artist with a new set. So it's like, which, which, which she's they... so good. Yeah, she's so good. She, she 100% deserves it. Like, it's a 50-50 carry there. Hmm. At least half of that's getting good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, their story she's working on is just as good. I hope so. I hope so, cause yeah, like exactly. She she did definitely deserves it. She's definitely proven that, you know, her her it's, skills. <laughs> it's difficult to do act age, mm -hmm. like to convey that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely versus like the other stuff at Shonen, right? Where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, if, like I don't know, like. Look, not... I mean, like, it's it's weird to say like battle scenes compared to like other stuff, but like you're showing like. Like, a battle scene is more of, like, an epic stage. Mm -hmm. But, like, to, to show, like, emotion and, like, the entire display of that make you feel connected to someone in the moment. Like, they're two different ways of doing something. Mm -hmm. It requires a separate skill set than what you normally see. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's completely different. <laughs> like, you can, you can compare them and be like, yes, they're both great, but they're two separate skills to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, let's, um... Dude, thanks for depression. <laughs> yeah, it happens, it happens, man. Think about it later today. Let's go to some other anime stuff, Ray. Um, something that I'm bringing to the table today. Bring it I, to the table. I think, I don't know if I told you... Got an anime you... figure? Sorry? What? Wait, you, what? Are you... About an anime figure? <laughs> yes. The table? Yes, but I, I'm not. I wasn't gonna talk about it. Um, Wait for I, real? No, no, not <laughs> really. <laughs> um, I thought about it, but nah, it's, nah, it's too much. Waheed uh, was talking about figure. Oh yeah. Waheed was like, I gotta buy a Hestia figure. <laughs> has to key keyword. Yeah, he has to buy a Hestia figure. And from people who don't know Hestia, it's from the uh, I want to pick up girls in that dungeon. Yep. Or is it wrong to pick up girls in that dungeon? Sure. That Hestia. Mm -hmm. And he specifically, I think, outlined he wants it to be the bunny girl one. Nice. A man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's reference for anyone who understands that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I finished Death Note. Hey. I don't know if I told you that, but I did. How'd it go? Um, so it was good. It was good. It was, it, it was definitely, it definitely lived up to all the hype that I've heard about it, you know, cause 
again, it's it's one of those shows that lots of people have watched, pretty popular, pretty pretty highly regarded. Um, but so so there's a few things, right? So last time ended off. Um, one of my big takeaways was I liked light versus L, right? Yeah. That was like a big thing. And um, so no so spoilers for Death Note. Just want to say that before I say anything else. Um, L dies, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that. So like, you know, because L. Evel was a beast, right? Like he was—he—he, he, he, you know, didn't get everything right at first, but he eventually figured everything out exactly as it was. And I was very scared when he died, because there was still like ten episodes left in the show, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is the show gonna be now?" Because, like, Light wins. You know, there's literally no one else that can go against him, right? Like, um. And that in that scene where he died too, where like he, Light was holding L in his arms, and like L's eyes were closing, and as they were closing, you look up at Light, and Light just has that like evil smile. And I was like, oh man, this is crazy. But then there's like ten episodes left, and I was scared because then like the epilogue of that episode was um, them introducing L's successors. I don't remember their names, but it was like it was like two people, and it was like it was literally like the whole thing, like the the home. It was basically like X Men, right? Where Xavier has a school. <laughs> That's basically what it was, and there was the like two people that were supposed gifted to. Youths. Sorry, what was that? A school for gifted. Yeah, yeah, basically. Whatever it called. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Gifted youngsters. Um. But I was very because that to me felt very lazy from like a writing perspective. Of like, oh, L dies. So what do we do? Oh, there's just two other L's now that we've never talked about before, you know. But as the, as the end of the show kept going, I was like, okay, I was I was kind of okay with it. I feel like they figured stuff out too quickly, you know. I mean, I guess they got L's detective work right. That was like the whole thing was he left behind all that stuff. But I, I feel like it was a little too quick. But I thought it was nice. I thought you know by the end the whole demise of light was good. You know, of, of him basically losing because of his own hubris. <laughs> you know, him mm-hmm. him thinking he has everything under control when he doesn't. Um, and um, yeah, I thought it was nice. I thought, uh, you know, it was it was cool to see that. You know, I I I, I could never see where people would have conversations about the show as it was coming out of like, well, who's right? You know, is is what Light's doing actually right? Because he is killing criminals, right? You know, he's killing bad people. Um, I don't think that argument has any weight, though. <laughs> the 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 death penalty for someone robbing a corner store <laughs> doesn't that doesn't really make any sense to me. But um, I thought it was good, though. I thought it was good. Um, very solid, and it was a lot of episodes, and um, it was still able to hold my attention. Which like longer shows, you know, sometimes that doesn't work out because, you know, longer shows, a lot of dips and like whatever. We've had issues with that before with shows where it's like, this is just a setup episode, you know, so we don't really care about it. But, um, but yeah, Death Note, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Everyone should go watch it. Yeah. Well, Death Note's pretty good. 
it, it really is. It does live up to the hype going through it. The only thing they changed, they changed the death scene, I think, for Light. It's like in the anime you saw, like, how did Light die? Um, Ryuko killed him. He wrote it, he wrote his name in his journal, right? Mm-hmm. His name is Journal, and I think it was just, just a heart attack, and he just kind of fell over and died. Yeah. Well, manga, the, the change they make is that Ryuko still kills him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's out of like pleas of desperation like Light finds himself cornered mm-hmm. realizes he's being caught uh, so you see uh, you know he's surrounded and then he's like Ryuk save me Ryuk get me out of here mm-hmm. and then Ryuk's cocky he's like remember how I told you I'd be the one to write your name in the death note finish everything what you started mm-hmm or something like that. You know, something along these lines, he's like, it's been a great ride, pal. <laughs> Thanks for everything. I see. I see. A nice monologue he gives them as, like, pleads to, like, for him to save him, and he writes his name. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was different than in the show. Yeah, because <laughs> Ryuk definitely like, said some of those things, but it didn't come off as much as, as like arrogant as you're making it sound like in like in the show like I feel like it was more just like yeah we've uh we've reached our end and you know I told you we're gonna you know it was gonna end this way you know I got a retro knife mm-hmm. name in the death note so I guess that's it like uh, I, mean, I mean like that was kind of the energy it wasn't like haha like we, I told you I told you so it wasn't really that that far into that like in, in the show yeah. at least it was just like well this is this is happening you know it's this is the end yeah. for you at least in the manga, it felt to me more arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like, more like, you know, this is the consequences of your actions. Which does make sense, which I think that might make a little more sense for the story, only because that is how he and other Shinigami were kind of set up, of like, mm-hmm. they are gods, and they only come down to Earth to play. You know, so mm-hmm. they don't really care about humans. I know, like, yeah. some of them fall in love with humans, which is why the, the other Shinigami died. Um, mm-hmm. Or like she was going to or something, um, but yeah, I mean, th- that does make more sense for him to be like, all right, run, runs over, I'm killing you now, because <laughs> I I don't really care about you, I don't really care what happens here. This is just my amusement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's no way of saying like which one's better, because it depends on how you perceive light mm-hmm. and how you perceive like Ryuk's relationship with him. Um, I will say the arrogance kind of is like you get what you wish for. Like, mm-hmm. you knew coming in, this is what I was going to do. <laughs> and now you come pleading back to me saying to save your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it makes sense on both sides. I think that... Versus, like, the indifference for you, right? Where yeah. he's like, well, that's it, you know? Yeah, like, show's over. I'm, I'm, I'm going to change the channel now. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll find someone else to play with. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> There's, like, 8 billion people on this earth. Um. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. They both work. I I respect both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing I remember because I was going into Death Note, I would did not go in blind. My cousin watched it, so mm-hmm. I already knew uh, going in that L's a dead man. <laughs> okay. Also because AMVs were a thing, you know. It was a sure. you know. <laughs> Remember memories of watching the Lincoln Park in the end AMV? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. And you see, like, Light trying to write names in blood. Yep, yep, he did do that a few times. Yeah, man, that, if that doesn't age you, I don't know what does. <laughs> there was a lot of times in the show, though, that I, you know, that made it really good is when there were times where, like, Light did something or Al did something or whatever, and it was, like, super clever. Like, like something like that, right? Where, where Light hid away a page in his watch, and he eventually used it to, um, he killed, who'd, he killed the, the person, and the, what, I don't remember, this was the whole scene where he still lost his memories, and, like, the helicopter came down, <laughs> <laughs> they were killing the dude who he set up to give the death note to so that he can touch it again and gain all his memories or whatever and then he popped the watch out and he did the blood thing and I was like that's that's some real dedication to to write someone else's name in blood on the piece of the death note yeah, yeah it's, it's some he's willing to go hard uh, one thing that stands out to me though like is like towards that big climax of Elf finding out mm-hmm. it's like the dilemma with his father as well and his father also finds out, and he dies of a heart attack. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, Light killed." Well, not Light. They're like, uh, "Kira killed him." And uh, and then you know, I'm like, "Yes, but actually, no." <laughs> 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 yes, but not in the way that you think. It's like him finding out, like, is Kira gave him the heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a crazy situation to be in. You know, you're the dad. You're like the, you're like the head of the the whatever too mm-hmm. with the force. Oh man. Yeah, no, Death Note's a fun ride. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I'm uh finished it. I'm 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 looking for my next show to watch. I don't really know what it'll be yet. It's a good one. Um, I was thinking of doing Code Geass next. Ooh, I'd be down for a Code Geass watch. Yes. I just hear that's really you good. You know, so. if you want, we could add it to the list. It's possible. I don't know how long it is, though. I think it's a long one. I think it's like 25 episodes. Okay, Google. <laughs> how long is Code Geass? Don't answer. Don't do it. I don't, I don't want to know the movie runtime. Movie runtime's an hour 53. Oh, we can oh. do that. <laughs> That's not bad at all. That's like four episodes. Code Geass anime. It does seem like a 25er. Yeah. It's a 25er. Well, we can, uh,. Well, let's just get into it then, right? Because, because right, we do have to talk about um, some of the shows we are going to do next season um, yeah. or next time. But I mean, before we get into that, we can finish off some of these shows, right? So we, um, you know, our, our existing shows, we finished off Megalobox and Snafu. Okay. Um, why, don't we, why don't we talk about Snafu first? I feel like <laughs> there's more to talk about with Megalobox. Yeah, Megalobox um, is hype. Megalobox is crazy. Um, how'd you how'd you like snafu right how'd you uh was that you know 
every week we come in and we say the same thing about to happen. So we'll just, I'll just repeat the, the points that we'll repeat anyway. Yeah. It's like, uh, point number one, a uh, snafu dude, if we watched it when it came out, it would have been crazy. Crazy. What an interesting concept for a show. It's like we haven't had it, like, uh, how many other times reiterated upon and grown upon and made it enhanced mm-hmm. compared to what we have. Thank you, Snap, before you give into the rom-com genre, but at this point, you're obsolete. That kind of sum it up. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, the show, I mean... Again, you're not a bad show. No, You're no, just a no, show no. that didn't age well. <laughs> no, yeah, it didn't age well. I mean, I don't know about, like, the newer seasons. Maybe it's better, you know, because it's more... Uh, contemporary but I mean even the end of the show it wasn't super satisfying like some stuff happened and there was like a little bit of growth I guess Mm -hmm. but then the last episode was like alright festival's over and we're back to the club and here's the credits (laughs) I'm like there wasn't like what what happened in the past 13 episodes what like what happened (laughs) you know there was no like there was a little bit of character growth with the main character with Yukiko but like I feel like the show could have been condensed into like four episodes <laughs> you know yep I, I do like that they are stuff like that they kind of hint at towards character growth and like doing things um, but like you know for a 13 episoder it's like that's all you're gonna get so this, this show I'm assuming is intended to you're supposed to go and watch like the second season I assume and so yeah third. yeah like, this is all just like a prologue or prequel. You're building your characters, you're building your relationships, and then we'll go into like a second season and kind of break that even further mm-hmm. down. Which is nice. Um, but uh, season one as itself doesn't stand well. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> uh, I think uh, for Snap, I would highly recommend going into a season two, maybe later with us. We can try doing a season two here and see if that does anything with it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I could, you know, that that could bring some actual actual meat, actual meat and potatoes, you know, to the to the story. Because season one seems like a lot of character introductions, introducing character motives, uh, setting up like plot points that are happening in the future, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and like relationships and all that. Um, so a nice big thirteen episode setup. Yeah, I was yeah. But um, on the other on the other end of that spectrum, we do have Megalobox, and man, what a show! You know, what a what a show! A real, a real nice show. Probably my my favorite out of the four, I would say, that that, that we're doing. Yes, yes. Well, okay. Yes. I I did forget about Tokyo Revengers, but that hasn't ended yet, so so I don't I you know I can't really speak I'll, on I'll that. I'll speak right now and say for right now, I enjoy Megalobox the most. Okay, okay. For right now that could change tokyo vendors is kind of it's got some nice parts you know and it's it's not as tropic as i would like it to be so tokyo Avengers, well no as, not as tropic as i thought it would be that's what i should say so tokyo Avengers is kind of going up on my alley you know mm-hmm. in an increase uh, but i think megalobox really is in that sweet spot for me right now okay so then how did how do you like the ending then of megalobox Megalobox is grand. Like, okay, so we have, like, uh, our man's losing an eye on purpose, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And the, he has to walk away with that because it's the one punishment that he could ever have. He's like, it's the perfect punishment. The guy's like, imagine you can't see your man box on the stage ever again. Mm-hmm. 
Which is funny because he had like some like daredevil qualities towards the end where he was like, nah, but my other senses are heightened, so now I can like hear him box. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's been, I guess, training him for so long that he can like see him on the stage without mm -hmm. actually seeing him, as well as like know what he's doing. And he hears like the, the action. It's like, it's like, the... you know, I, I mean, you know, we've never talked about the show on this podcast before, so, <laughs> you know, but if you ever seen, it, uh, you know, Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, there, there's Toph. Man's Toph. Yeah, Toph, he's basically, you know, basically Toph, he's like echolocation. <laughs> and he's clean too, I mean, like. He's good, he, he definitely knows his stuff. Yeah. The kid's like, you know, he's grown too. Mm -hmm. He's willing to go out there. And Joe is just... Because he's a force, dude. Joe's an absolute monster. <laughs> he took all those hits, dude. How many rounds they went? So many rounds. Yeah, it was like 13 rounds or something crazy. Grab the other guy's name. Yuri. Yuri? Yeah, Yuri. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he comes and, like, lives with them now. Like, the house. Mm-hmm. Again, with him... Like with him, we had, we had uh, good character growth with him as well, with Yuri him to like realize what he actually wanted because remember last episode we talked about how um we had that great conversation between him and joe mm -hmm. when they were just chilling you know they were just like hey what's what's your dream why do you like boxing and he was like oh i she saved me so now i'm her dream is my dream and then with these three episodes it was like i realized that that's not what i should live for like your dream is your dream and it's great you're getting that contract whatever but now there's stuff that i need to do for me that's why he was like he took off his um, his gear, which was a crazy like yeah. operation, and then he had to like deal with the pain of that and like almost learn how now to box. Now he's in a wheelchair now. He is, yeah. yeah. And like he points out in the fight as well, where like if he if he sits down, he was never gonna get back up. Yep. So he had to keep standing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The pain, I guess, from having it removed is just too much. Yeah, I mean, like, cause like he. He went like the permanent route with it, with like him, with yeah. him and him and Shirado. It was like, oh no, you're you're, you're gonna be the dude. You're gonna be like an android, basically. Yeah. Or a side. Shirado, I guess, like you know, selling the tech, you know. Mm -hmm. At the end, I do appreciate in the one fight where like he, he wasn't listening. He had like the uh, he had the gear on, and as the fight progressed, you know, the gear is getting broken and taken off. He's he's going through a transformation again. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a Spider-Man 2-esque. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I think the transformation's happening mid-fight. Mm. You know? He's learning that he can't be alone without the trainer. He's going forward. It's really beautiful. And then, like, Yuri, of course, and him have that great, like, one-on-one -on -one fight. OG boxing. It wasn't even a gear fight at that point. No. But it was for Megalovania. It was more about like the like the people and like and like like the heart of the sport. Yeah. Yeah. That stands for yeah. Um, and it got me excited to watch season two. It did. Um, yeah. I did not watch season two. I will say I I felt like I could have binged it, but you know what I did? I have some self respect. I was like, <laughs> let me not watch season two. Let me just watch the trailer for season two. That was a trailer. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> and the reason why it's a mistake is now I'm overly hyped for season two. Yeah. I, I would. I would. I'm gonna say something for trailer because like, you're gonna probably watch it anyway. 
it is a very different story than the first one. Oh, really? Okay. It's like, how many years later, he no longer goes by Joe, he goes by Nomad. And he's playing, uh, he's, he's throwing and like winning matches in underground ex exhibitions again. And he's like depressed and he's taking like a lot of drugs. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder why. It's because like he lost like a match. He lost a match. <laughs> he lost uh, like a match against another Megalovania boxer. Mm, he was like a champion. So he went to, like a deep, big deep depression. Trailer show shots, you get like a shot at Yuri. There's like some flashback shot at the trainer. You get a shot of like the grown up boy now. Mm, that's cool. Could spend some time. And he's like struggling, dude. <laughs> like he, he feels like he's washed up and everything. And I'm like, dude, I'm not sure if I like, like the the, the show ended so nicely. <laughs> it was like a big happy ending. Everyone's together. Like even Sharado is coming by the house, you know, to see Yuri every now and then. And I'm like, you know, not so bad, you know. Everyone's nice. Got a nice gym set up. Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long few years. I'm like, I'm like, this is all anime only too. It's not like there's anything they're basing it on. I'm like, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah that, that, that does sound interesting. See, like, why? Yeah, why he would do that, and you know, it's a different type of show. It got me excited. I'm like, I didn't realize that it would go this way, a more serious route. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess they probably made that decision so they're not just making season one again. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, there's no, another No, but it, it seems like it flows well. It, it's, it looks great, like, conceptually. So, whenever you want to do season two, let me know. Obviously, I will be putting my foot down and be like, yes, we have to watch these. <laughs> I'm finally giving it a break for like, a couple seasons, you know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. And, like, we'll catch up on it. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll have, <laughs> have to put a pin in that. Yeah, we, we can definitely it, do that. It's good. Like, it's really good. Like, the trailer, I would highly recommend watching it later today. Okay. And give me just your thoughts. It, it really got me excited. <laughs> I'll definitely do that then, yeah. Um, so we got our other shows, right? Other two shows that we are going to be wrapping up very soon. Um, well, let's touch uh, your eternity, I guess. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, your eternity... Yeah, go ahead. Now I've already I've already read the manga and everything, so why don't you give your thoughts? Okay, okay. So to eternity, um, trying to remember, we got the we uh, reunited, right? That was a big thing. Got him back. Um, the big three. Big three. <laughs> um, and we got some more story with uh, with like the the princess. Mm -hmm. It was cool, I guess. Um. He was like seeing the the like spirit demon thing again. Mm -hmm. We're not sure if it was like in his mind because every time it would cut away, like there was no one there. You mean um, the knockers? Oh, oh, the god. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But, but but then after he was fighting, because then there's that huge like demon monster thing in the forest. He yeah, was the fighting. big knock. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then our our boy. With, with the helmet came out with fire that was his big plan he's gonna he's gonna breathe fire at him it didn't work um 
That's really all I remember, right? In two episodes. Remember that fight? Remember them yeah, coming yeah, together? Yeah, yeah. It's um, what happened, you know? It's like they came back together, invited to the house. They fought the knocker, they lived. Mm-hmm. And then time skip. Yes, yes, you're right. Time skip. He's like all buff now. He's like all big and buff. And like. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah, and our, our main dude uh, was like Fushi or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he still looks the same pretty much. He's, he's uh, just taller. Taller, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Still lanky. That was another big, like, thing, too, where it's kind of weird, because, you know, it goes with last episode, where we were talking about how um, he's becoming more human, which we don't know if that's a good thing or not, for him to, like, become human. And, like, with this, it's kind of growing on that, where it's like he's he's aging, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, that's something I can touch on later. Um, but that's, like, it's, it's going to cut. The show's going to cover it and why. It's, like, what, it's 25 episode or whatever it is. We're going it's 20. For- 20 episodes yeah there's like a lot of time to really touch on that on what they're going for um so i think with 20 episodes that's gonna cover out the end of this arc okay because <laughs> like now we got time skip so we're gonna have a couple more episodes to kind of build it up and get to that climax and have a resolution yeah, that makes sense. that's it <laughs> yeah because like time skip now is this like a part two to the arc that we're getting into Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Um, we got Tokyo Revengers, which is which is a pretty close number two for me out of out of, out of the four uh, four shows we're doing. And um, personally, I would say it's not close, but that's again these are different opinions we have here. Sure, sure. I sure, still yeah. rank it number two. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I think like in my mind, it's just because personally. The other two shows, very low. Very, very distant three and four, in my mind. What would you rank higher? Snafu or... Your um, probably To Your Eternity, just because I feel like I've watched Snafu before, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably fair. why. Um, although To Your Eternity had a lot more build-up in the beginning for me. Like, people would like, like, there's a lot more hype around it. Like, oh man, this show looks nuts. And then it's going, and I'm like, it's kind of slow. You know? Yeah, it's it's a slow build story. Like, it builds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Which... it's more like, because uh, you're following the, you're basically following Fushi as you go forward. Yeah. And, like, the journey experience that he has. So, even as, like, the world changed around him, you're following him. Yeah, which, which, I, I feel like I knew going into it, it was more of, like, an adventure anime, and not, like... Mm-hmm drama or suspense or anything like that so whenever it's adventure that that does sign a little slower a little more like traveling and you know <laughs> yeah, we'll get build, build it up you know it's it's an enjoyable slow ride with depression built into it um because that that author is really good at making depression uh, that is true that is true I'll, 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 I'll give them that um but with Tokyo Avengers, um, I thought the last couple episodes were pretty good. I thought the uh, big fight, big fight actually happened, which um, you know seems like our our main boy just can't really ever win. He can't, you know, he he, he just can't stop the events that are destined to happen. You know, um, was it uh, Dracoon? Right? Is that, is that his name? Dra- yeah, Draken, dude. Draken. Um, he didn't die, right? But he, like he was close. 
And they got the ambulance. Yeah, they did get the ambulance. Um, and Mikey won a fight. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, getting stabbed in the hand. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. It's actually a beast mode savage moment. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I mean, I like you know it is more character growth there, right? Of him not running away for once. Um, but him fighting him, I was like, you're an idiot. Like there. <laughs> There's no chance you're gonna win, but he, he, I mean, he, he did, he did what he was supposed to do, right? He held him, held him off for long enough so that the ambulance could get there. It's like, that's pretty big, dude. Imagine you get stabbed in the hand, you find the will to pull the knife out, throw it to the ground, and then chokehold someone. Yeah. To knock him out, while your hand is still bleeding and in pain, the adrenaline's mm -hmm. like just pumping through you at that point. Yeah, and like that. That dude was way stronger than him. Like you could see on on his arm, there was like the the imprints of where the dude was like grabbing <laughs> his arm that was choking him. Like it, like it was like bruised, you know. It was like he was he was really locked in. <laughs> um, that that fight though was crazy. I mean I mean there was cool build up right with. Um, you know, our, our group of like three going in and it's like, you're, you guys are going to lose. There's like 200 people here. And then Mikey comes in on his motorcycle. Um, but then he goes for the kick <laughs> and the dude blocks it. I was like, oh man, you guys for, for a second there, you had me, but I think you guys are still going to lose. <laughs> and then, then the whole, the whole, um, Tokyo Manji gang comes in and it's like, all right, now this is going to be a real fight. Um, and then with like uh, Mikey as well, his friends coming in mm -hmm. to help him out in the end. Yep, yep, yep. Time. It's all nice, you know. And then Mikey actually has someone who we get call like a pseudo equal in fighting. Mm -hmm. Someone who can like basically match close with Kraken. That's kind of nice for Mikey. It is, yeah. Yeah, I thought they did a good job with this at least couple episodes of. I don't know, maybe. Maybe Takemichi actually has a chance of doing this, you know, because there was quite a few moments there where it felt like Draken was going to die. It's like, what is, you know, what is he going to do, right? But they did get the ambulance and it's like, if they save him, does that change the future enough? Um, yeah. It's like, let's say like you save Draken, right? And then you go to the future because that's the best thing to do after you make sure he's alive. Mm -hmm. Then you see how that changes, then you go back and see what else you can do. The only thing he has to worry about really is himself. <laughs> I mean, it's like, does the whole time travel thing, is that like a one-to-one? -one? So like, if he goes to the future for 10 minutes and then goes back, does he then go back? Yeah. Like, like it's like exactly, right? Like exactly, yeah. what is it, like 10 years or whatever? Yeah. Um, okay. Because yeah, I figure like, I would just go in and be like, hey, little brother, I don't remember what his name is what's going on what's the future like and they're like all right cool this is that and this is that all right i'm going back because yeah you're right like not old or like not young takemichi being in the body not good because that man <laughs> is makes bad decisions and we need you know we need the actual future takemichi in the young body as much as possible <laughs> Like, a day or two is okay, you know what I mean? Like, you can stay out for, like, a day or two. But, sure. like, that gives you some leeway. You got, like, some leeway to come up with something to kind of go with what you got to do for the future. 
it's not much time. Like, I wouldn't be gone for, like, a week. I would say three days tops. Yeah. I mean, because, You don't like, want him messing up anything there. No, no, no. Because, like, he doesn't have any of the memories or knowledge, right? So he's just... You know, like, I'm kind of curious how that works, too. Like, is it just... Oh, yeah, like, imagine he just hears, like, all the stuff he said. He's like, you mean I did this? <laughs> he said, wait, I got stabbed in the I, in the hand? I, I caught a knife with my bare hand? <laughs> You mean I chokeholded a guy and won? <laughs> I never win. <laughs> Literally never. That's my character. I lose. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested. Know how lucky it grows to be a Chad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, something I never considered, but when you said it however many weeks ago, it made sense where it was like, oh, there's probably going to be multiple seasons of the show. You know, like the whole story isn't wrapping up in one season. Um, yeah. So then that, you know, that did kind of change what my expectations were for the end of the show. Because by the end, I was thinking, oh, we're going to see if it worked or not. But now, probably not the case. So I'm interested to see where they actually end. Because again, I didn't read the manga, so I don't know like what the different arcs are. Um, yeah. But we only have two episodes, three episodes left. So mm -hmm. it's like... Where are they gonna end it, and like, wh what what's the cliffhanger gonna be? You know, where exactly are they gonna stop? Yeah, like, how are you gonna save her life? What happens if you save her life, right? But then the brother's dead. Oh, we don't how care about the brother. How would you go back brother. to the past? No, we oh. we don't care about the brother. If the, if the brother dies, he dies. Listen, he he gave me the the time powers. He's you know, he's he served his purpose. You know. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah, exactly. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> I mean, that's really the whole thing, right? Like, I mean, I guess he formed a relationship with him, but I don't, I don't really think he cares too much about the brother. <laughs> the most he knows about the brother is him, is him going to the future, or I guess the present, and the brother just like being on him <laughs> the whole time he's there. He's like, I, I, I want to leave. It's like, <laughs> you must know? you shake my hand? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like him, of like Takemichi having to do some sort of whatever like some sort of briefing with the brother and he just doesn't want to do it anymore and he just wants to leave and so he's trying to grab the brother's hand and the brother's like no we have more work to do here before you go back so he's like trying to dodge him it's like a game of tag the brother puts on gloves it's <laughs> <laughs> funny um yeah thought it was good just to see where, where it ends up next week. Uh, you know, we are finishing both of... Well, we're not, actually. Um, so, that, so that is actually what I want to talk to you about, right? Because obviously we are... I got a bunch of ideas for shows and everything like that. Um, for, for, but Tears Hearn is not ending, right? So... No, I think there's going to be a second season. Well, no, I mean with... Um, it's not ending next week, is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't believe so. Yeah. Yo, okay, so I'm looking at like the list right here. Yo, check this sure. out. Go ahead. Okay, this this is for this is for Chainsaw Man. Alright. So we got the screenplay is gonna be done by the guy who did Jujutsu Kaisen Attack on Titan. Okay. Uh, the devil design guy is the guy who did Devil Man Cry Baby designs. Okay. Okay. Music design, also Devilman Crybaby, Silent Voice, Ping Pong the Animation, 
uh, character designs the guy who did uh, Mushoku Tensei. Okay. Just to give me an idea. Uh, action director is the guy who did Black Clover. This is like stacked right here. This is the director's first cast, but I mean. The art director is uh, this guy who's actually kind of big. He did Great Pretender, Guilty Crown, mm -hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. Let me see here what else he did. Uh, done stuff for Fate, done stuff for uh, Professor Layton, Soccer Awards, Shelter, Star Fox, Tails. Yo, this guy's big, dude. Staffed on what? Staffed on Berserk, Black Lagoon. Yo. Yeah, I did. I did hear that the casting, or like the staff, came out, and people were like, "Yeah, it is. It is stacked. Like it is a ridiculous team working on this anime." Yo, Mappa pulling out no breaks. They want this to be a success. <laughs> they need it to be a success. <laughs> Mappa's like, if we fail, Chainsaw Man. Imagine that they bought the rights to it. Like you can't fail that, right? You can't. Like, like before, before they just announced the anime was like getting something. There, they put all their money in before they even decided like what studio. They're like, oh, we'll just put everything in. Just take this. We'll do it. <laughs> like, all the resources. <laughs> if they fail after you bid on it, like, there's no coming back, right? Yeah, there's no coming back. You might as well just retire. <laughs> you might as well even take the project as a bid in the first place. It's not like, you know, oh, we're looking for studios. It's like, no, we're bidding. Like, straight up, no, just get here. It's like, oh, yes, okay. Good, good, good. Alright. So, Raymond. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that show's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry for bringing back. Nah, I mean, you know. So... We got old shows, right? We finished the old shows. We just talked about them. One of them was great. Other one not so great. Um, I have a uh, I have ideas. I have a few ideas for what our, our our next ones for those could be for our like old stuff. Um, before I tell them to you though, one of my ideas, something or I guess um, both of ours, whatever. A few weeks ago, talked about how I wanted to uh, watch Dragon Prince again. Figuring out how we could continue that. Um, would you we like to? Would you like to make that one of our our old? Uh, I would old shows? love to get Dragon Prince back on. The All right. Um, so yes, yeah, so for everyone out there, Dragon Prince, great show, made by the writers or whatever of Avatar and Korra. So it's like their their third show basically. Uh, we watched the first season of the show on here actually a while ago, and uh, we're gonna do the second season now. There, there's just one thing there, Ray, for you to be aware of. Uh, season is nine episodes, so there's going to be like a couple weeks at the end here where, you know, we'll have nothing. I'm sure we could fill that with something, but, um, you know, just so you're aware. So for the other slot, I already sent you the list. Um, that was the list I sent you a few days ago or whatever, but what I'm bringing to the table is I got uh, Classroom of the Elite. I actually didn't check. <laughs> oh, no, I did. I did. I did. Um, these are all 12 or 13. Um, Classroom of the Elite, uh, Place Further Than the Universe, uh, Devil's Line, or, uh, Makaku City Actors. 
those are the four that I compiled <laughs> I was looking up um, so yeah if you uh, do you know about any of those right do you uh, has anyone any of those speaking to you do you have a different idea look back to it again was, was Clash with Elite murdered mm -hmm. in the universe you said mm -hmm. and then Metconkey City Actors and Devil's Line mm -hmm. I've heard of Macaque City actors and I've heard of Clash and Delete as well, let me just make sure. Mm -hmm. Don't. Google. Classroom of the Elite, I think, is. I mean, you're looking it up, so. Classroom of the Elite. <laughs> the... <laughs> make fun of the. <laughs> Why that was so funny? Every time. Every time I go to. Um, I go to my phone to do it. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like a bigger joke than it has to be. <laughs> Baby, they don't hurt you. Yeah, with the uh, classroom elite, I think is like another like tournament type thing. It's like a not tournament. Uh, this one is a, like battle one royale. Oh, uh, the school battle royale, John. Yeah, battle royale. Place further than the new than the universe is more of like a slice of life type thing. I think that's the one where they go to Antarctica or something. Yeah, they go to Antarctica. Um, like City actors. I think it's like there's a weird, there's like a group of people. Ray's speaking, speaking something into his phone. I don't know what he's doing. Um, comedy. Don't remember comedy. Devil's Line though. Don't remember what that's about. Couldn't tell you. I just remember yeah, reading about August it. 14. He argues yeah. with this e-girl. Spills soda on his keyboard. You know, I, I remember seeing the first episode of Sin Club. Of what? Makaku City Actors. Yeah, me too. I do remember the first episode. Well, I don't remember, like, really remember it, but I do remember that we watched it. If I, if I tell you the summary, you'll remember the first episode. Uh, he spills, like, soda on his keyboard, goes to the department store, and is set up in a hostage situation. Uh, yes, I, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, it more. It is also Shaft animated. It is, it is Shaft, yeah. Do you remember that? Um, and then you said, uh... Devil's Line? Devil's Line, yeah. Devil's Line anime. How are you doing that without asking for Google first? What? You just like speech to text on right now? What? You're, you're lazy. <laughs> you're the laziest person. <laughs> you literally, your hands are literally free. <laughs> you could type it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's not like you're ha you have a banana in one hand and a shoe in the other, and you're like, how do I type in? How do I how do I search for this? You you are an animal. You did not. Ray's gaslighting me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Gaslighting is one of the funniest concepts. <laughs> Alright, let's look at the funniest things to me. Whenever anyone says stop gaslighting me, <laughs> it's like the funniest three words. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, um, so this is like a vampire show. Yeah, it's like vampire, but it's like 
I don't know. I think there's some part of like dystopian parts to it as well. Is it, is it kind of like weird? I think Tokyo Ghoul is probably the best vampire show. When you say show, are you just talking about anime? Yeah. Mm, possibly. Like anime, anime manga. I'll, I'll mash them together like that. Possibly, possibly. I, I, I definitely feel like I've seen a, a couple spin. other vampire anime, but yeah, I don't think I'd like them as much as Tokyo Ghoul. Like, I mean, it's not really like vampires. People would be like, eh, but vampires are... Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they're, they have like some like demon nice qualities spin. to them, but... It's a, it's a nice spin, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not every vampire story has to be like Dracula. You know? Yeah. yeah, I think that any four Ew, of these shows. He's biting her neck. You. <laughs> Is this PG thirteen? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think any four of these shows would be a nice pair to. Yeah, I think all of them are different enough from Dragon Prince that you know wouldn't run into anything there. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll have a random. I'll, I'll roll a dice right now. Okay, is that is that how we're gonna choose it? I'll roll a dice and whatever it lands on okay. is what we'll pick. Is there such thing as a four-sided? Oh yeah, there is. It's like a pyramid, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have one, but my, I don't have mine on me because mine's downstairs. I see. Um, I see. So instead, I will just roll it on the computer. Roll D four. Okay, we got a one, so it's gonna be classroom of the elite because it's okay. the one on the list. Cool. I haven't watched a battle royale thing in a while. I think last the last thing we did watch that was a the demon hero, demon king. Misfit of a Demon King? Yeah, that was probably the last one we watched. That wasn't... That wasn't a Battle Royale. It kind of was. Classroom Battle Royale. No, it wasn't. It kind of How? was. Well, it was, like, it was, a, it was pretty one-sided. You entire, are... Like, you are wrong. You are... That's just, that's just a wrong statement. Because when I think of Battle Royale, I think of, like, Future Diary. Like, I mean, like, you're right. You're 100% correct, right? But, like, the entire point of the parody of, like, Misfit Demon King is that it was supposed to be premised on that. You know what I mean? Like, the entire premise of it is like, oh, yes, this is what the ordinary situation was. But this is the Demon King, so it's just a one-sided slaughter and everything he does. Okay. Okay. Like, the, you, you see what I'm saying? I still disagree. I feel like it was like, more I, a parody on, like, the reverse isekai genre. It's also a parody on that, but it's also not really, because how can you get reverse isekai into your own world? I mean, I feel like... I feel it's like... a parody of a lot of stuff, though. It's a parody on, like... There's too much things it's going for. I feel like you're a fool to think that, I the, enjoyed that, it. The, that the definition of isekai still means anything. Isekai just means what? Another world? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, people have, like, got real loose with the with the definition of isekai lately because everything is an isekai nowadays, you know? You know, my favorite isekai is Alice in Wonderland. It's a good one. It's probably the best one, honestly. It's pretty good. Um... Yeah, Classroom of the Elite. When, when you're looking that up, do you know how many episodes it is? I mean, I know it's 12 or 13, because I didn't I didn't write anything down that wasn't 12 or 13. <laughs> I was going to use my computer, but hold up on me. <laughs> my phone is... <laughs> Classroom of the Elite episodes. 12 episodes. Awesome. Cool beans, dude. Um, so yeah, Classroom of the Elite, Dragon Prince, watch those shows. Uh, not next week, Thank but... you, Google. What? <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> Thank your overlords. <laughs>
<laughs> you thank them, they will remember. <laughs> um, so with next uh, season, right? I also made a list. I didn't send it to you because I made it like last night. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't have time. Um, but real quick, I do want to say, um, what do you think about ending to eternity? I'm fine with it. Okay. I mean, personally, I've already went through all of it. Um, if you want, you can finish it on the side. I don't know how you feel about that, personally. Yeah, you you're you're thinking the same thing I was thinking. <laughs> okay. Actually, so you're probably gonna go finish on. I'll I'll finish on the side as well with you. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Which is what I was thinking. I'll because... probably just wait for all of the episodes to come out though. I'll yeah, watch. yeah, yeah. That's that's what I, I figured. Watch all of it right now. Um. Okay. Yeah, because I, I I want to do that because like it's not like I mean. If it was like Megalobox tier, I would I would ask I would want us to continue watching it, but like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, and it also frees up two slots for for new stuff because that's that's always nice. Um, it makes it easier, yeah. Yeah. No so twenty episodes are kind of tough. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, when I called that audible, I didn't know it was twenty episodes, or else I wouldn't have even switched it. Um, mm-hmm. so I got some stuff. Um. First couple things on here though are things that are, are we're probably not gonna pick. Um, is uh, the first is Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid season two. Um, probably gonna watch it. Yeah, because it's it's, it's a second season of a anyway. thing, so it's you know it's always, you know it's always weird to do that because then we have like prerequisites and you know. But me and Ray. <laughs> yeah, but like me and Ray are probably gonna watch it anyway. So. Yeah, you're um, gonna hit spoiler warning the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing, exciting, this week, Wonder Egg OVA comes out. So I would um, recommend you watch that. Everyone watches that, because I'm going to watch it. Um, that's going to be a great Wonder time. Egg. Probably, okay. Um, Wonder Egg really was, and we'll say it again, refreshing so much. If we're, if we're, if we would go back, and I don't really remember every single one, because we've done a quite, a, a, quite a bit at this point. If we were to rank every seasonal show that we've covered is, is wonder egg the best one that we've done probably if not it's in the top three guaranteed because like uh, like tower of god was pretty good right yeah, tower of god was pretty good even uh, though like you know i we'll, we'll preface it again like tower of god's like a two-year attorney where it's like something i've already dipped my toes into yeah extensively yeah. tower of god was still good they did cut some stuff in tower of god for the adaptation but nothing that's too over the top that can't be explained in a season two yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited for next season to see like what else they go into because they kind of set up a bunch of stuff at the end, and I'm wondering how, how far they actually go with it. Tower of God, just to touch on that again, really is like a romantic adventure story, like One Piece. You have okay. like this end goal that's already predefined, and it's more of getting there. Um, I forgot. And everyone wants to get there. Yeah. Like One Piece, everyone wants to get the One Piece, so everyone's like sailing on this, on like on the other sea. Tower got everyone wants to get to the top of the tower. So what's everyone doing? Everyone's trying to climb the tower. This is what everyone doing. They said the name of the show in the show. Yeah, that's how, that's how it be though. I mean, like, I compared them a lot though. So Ray, I, I I recommend you pull up my anime list or something so that you can uh you know because I've I've already looked at each one of these shows you know. He has his phone. He has it. You know. Kids nowadays always, <laughs> always <laughs> depending on their technology. 
Um, so the first yeah, one I got... Mal and Google, and the first thing that comes up is my anime list. Ooh, or it's Swedish right to English, actually, if you're not a weeb. So, what I got, the, the first one I got for you, Ray, is The Detective is Already Dead. The Detective? And this is, um, just a reminder for everyone, these are all anime that are coming out next season, and we're gonna pick two of them. Yes. Nope, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> seasonal anime. Yeah, I'm sure if you just go to next season. I mean, this this should be in order of like popularity or whatever, because that's the way it's listed. So like. Oh, is it the Tante Wamo? Is that what this one is? Is it? Yeah, Tante Wamo Shinderu. Yeah, it doesn't. Ah, ah, ah! Wamo Shinderu. And another thing, uh, right? Because I didn't clear these with you first. If you've read one of these, you have to let me know. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll let you know. I have watched um, my Maid Dragon, Kobayashi. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I already, I already knew that. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. You're clear right now. We're okay. Good. Uh, because again, you know, we like doing stuff that you know isn't that me and Ray haven't watched or seen or read or whatever. It's just you know, it's better it, that be way. It'd be making it better to have a clear mind. Even yeah. though sometimes we do have the picks like Tower of God, and we touched yeah. on it again with like you know To Your Eternity. Sometimes the the seasons just yeah, it just happens. Get. You know, you just <laughs> gotta do it. Um, yeah, the detective's already dead. Um, or do you have the page up right now, Ray? You want you yeah? You want to give a little uh, you know just a little description of it? Of course. Uh, Kimizu. Oh, Kimizuka Kimihiko is a crisis magnet. From getting caught up in a crime scene to accidentally witnessing a drug deal, trouble seems to find him around every corner. So it is no surprise when his rather mundane flight suddenly enters a state of emergency with the dire need of a detective on board. Unfortunately, his attempt at avoiding trouble is followed by a beautiful girl with silvery hair who goes by the codename Siesta. Declaring herself a detective, she unceremoniously drags Kimizuka into the case as her assistant. That incident spelled the beginning of an adventure around the globe that went beyond his wildest imagination. Putting their lives on the line, the two took down criminal organizations, prevented disasters, and saved thousands. But the curtain closed to their epic journey with Siesta's untimely death three years later. Resolving to live an ordinary high school life this time, Kimizuka spends a year maintaining a low profile. However, as fate would have it, a girl with an uncanny resemblance to Siesta comes crashing into his life, threatening to throw his peaceful days into disarray. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought that sounded cool. Um... Just an old detective, de detective dies, and he choose like the assistant, and then somehow the old life catches up with her, and then, you know, like you said, adventure ensues, <laughs> you know. Um, next one, okay, so th the next one is a, a, it's probably just a personal pick for me. I don't, I, I don't think we should actually do it, but uh, really? just to make you aware of the show, it's called Girlfriend, comma, Girlfriend, and what it reminded okay. me of it's basically 
a much smaller and tamer version of 100 girlfriends that that really like you or whatever that's a manga you see i have it pulled up right here basically that it's like i i see exactly what you're saying yeah basically. but you see the thing is like 100 girlfriends is already like really good <laughs> it is good it is good it is really good <laughs> uh, it's like i see it right here this is crazy <laughs> And there's four girls. Yeah, yeah, it's like multiple you girls. Already know. Just all the, his girlfriend, and it's like, all right, I guess. Can't wait for 100 girlfriends to come out. It's gonna be an actual peak. It'll be amazing. Um, the next one we got is, the, okay, okay, all right. It's the Great, and then there's a name. Don't know how to say the name, but it's J A H Y. Okay. Okay, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I have, I've read it. I I I, I kind of thought you would have uh, because yeah this is based off of a fairly popular manga. I will um, say I will be watching the anime. Okay. Okay. I will be watching it. Um, I will also say, fun fact: the ending for the anime is being done by some Hololive VTuber members. Okay. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so like it's their first anime ending that they've got actually hired to do. Uh, three of the members will be doing the ending there. And that's kind of neat. So it's a big step for VTubers in the future. 100%, yeah. Um, okay. Next one is the the Aquatope on White Sand. Okay. See, this one could be interesting. This could be interesting. I've, I've seen a little bit of this. Not, not like read it, you know, but I've like read like the synopsis about mm -hmm. this. I'm down for this one. Yeah, it seems cool. That this is the one where they're at like the the like aquarium, or is that? Yeah, I like I like me aquariums. Aquariums, are, aquariums are nice. They're very pretty, especially in animation. They make them look very nice. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think this is the one where yeah they're at like the it's like a whole ocean sea type thing, and um, like the one girl has dreams, but like she's not living up to them because. I don't know, she's being oppressed by whatever. And then other girl comes along and it's like, nah, you should believe in your dreams. And it's like, that's a nice little story. And at least the good thing here, I, I will say like this uh, studio, you do know their works very well. Um, the, the studio's done Angel Beats, they've done another, they've done Charlotte. They've done uh, that one show with the mermaids who live underwater. That's Shirobako. Uh, um, Little Mermaid, yeah. Oh, Shirobako, that's nice. You still haven't seen Shirobako, have you? I've seen it. Oh, you have? Okay. Just what not all of it. We, oh, I've all of like, it. I've seen, okay. I've seen, I've seen a good amount. Um, no, I forgot what the name of this show is in English. Uh, a Lull in the Sea. A Lull in the Sea? Well, like the, yeah. Yep. Which is like, I thought it was a bit similar to Lull in the Sea when I first saw the picture. Um, but then I was like, no, this is about aquariums, which is different. But Very different. Yeah, the studio is a nice. Yeah, I mean everything you read off those are those are pretty top notch. Like yeah. uh, the only thing we can complain about is another, and that's not the studio's problem. Um, so. Um, next one that I thought looked kind of weird. Well, actually, when I watched the trailer for this one, I was like, "This doesn't look." I don't know what the show's about, but then the description sounded kind of cool. 
and the art style is like kind of different too um it's sunny boy s-o-n-n-y oh yes sunny boy this one looked interesting as well yeah it looked, i wouldn't mind doing look kind of interesting um i don't uh the description i remember it was like there's a bunch of kids and it's from a school but they're in like a weird like a weird like death game <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's that's like a battle royale type, type situation um or like they're, they're dropped somewhere or it might not be battle royale it might just be they're dropped somewhere and they have to like survive it's all about like survival or something like that you know i remember doing lord of flies yeah lord of the flies was the time it definitely happened just just goes on to further push uh how much i do not care about classic literature <laughs> um apparently the first episode was already aired on youtube so if you want to look at that you can yeah yeah it was yeah it, was, it already came out um a few more it is a madhouse so. it was madhouse yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got a few more. I got uh, Peach Boy Riverside. Couldn't tell you what that's about. I don't. I, I, I have the title. Don't remember what this one is. All right, what's well, my time again? Saltarine Aldike, or Sari, is a bright, cheerful princess who wants to go on an adventure because she is bored of her tiny little castle in the countryside. One day, a horde of vicious demons known as Oni come knocking on her doorstep threatening the lives of everyone in the kingdom. Thankfully, they're saved by a lone traveler named Kibitsu Mikoto, who slays these monsters with a mysterious peach eye. Shocked by the dangers of the outside world, Sari decides to set off on a journey of her own. Little did she know that she would set in motion a chain of events that will come to determine the fate of this magical world. That's, you know, just, just me. Uh, I'm watching the TV right now. Mm-hmm. I think the trailer is what got me excited because the synopsis sounds a little generic. But I think the trailer... The animation looks really good. Yeah. yeah that might have been it where I was like, oh, this actually does look kind of good. Yeah. It, it, it does sound generic on paper. Yeah. It is a light novel, I think. Is that light novel or is that manga? manga i haven't seen this before so but it is manga peach boy riverside yeah um next one i got it has pretty good ratings on the manga legitimately yeah yeah i mean i think yeah again i think people i mean this is one that people oh "Oh, this is the author who made kobayashi okay okay Mm -hmm. that makes me a little more excited for it uh-huh. So the next one I got is. <laughs> oh, it's based on Momotaro, which is like the Peach story. Okay, makes sense. Okay, yeah, that that tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Moon Led Journey Across Another World. Moon Led, as if the moon is leading him, you know. Tsukiga Michibiko Isekai Dochu. Um, don't know what this one is about. I think this is a reverse isekai, maybe something. I don't know. Yeah, I got you. Uh, the fantasy centers around Makoto Misumi, an ordinary high school boy, summoned to an alternate world as a brave warrior. 
Unfortunately, the goddess of this world said with disdain, Your face is ugly. Stripped him of his title and banished him to the outermost fringes of the wilderness. While wandering the wilderness, Makoto encountered dragons, spiders, orcs, dwarves, and all sorts of other non-human species. Due to the differences in this environment from his homeworld, Makoto now exhibits extraordinary powers in magic and combat. Thus, he survives in this world while dealing with various encounters. The curtain rises in an alternate world social reform fantasy of a boy forsaken by gods and humans. This is another one that I think it sounds a little generic, but the, the trailer was pretty good and... I think that based off of people's hype levels from, I don't know, the manga, the light novel, or whatever, um, it actually is like a pretty good story. People are, you know, excited to see it animated, I guess. So, you know, we got that going. Um, we got we got one, which I think this is the only one on here. It is a MAPPA show, and it is the, uh, the... Ida Ten, deities only no peace, and this was one. Um, yeah, a bunch of bunch of fighting, a bunch of deities. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. Stuff this is the one that's on. made by the uh, the guy who made uh, the reviewer show. Forgot what that one's called. Uh, Interspecies reviewers. Yeah, interspecies reviewers. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, the Amahara guy. Okay. He's the original creator, but the art style is the guy who did a Kobayashi. That makes sense. Art style is pretty good. Animation pretty so, good, too. So, yeah. It, it's a combination of those two beautiful minds. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, with Mappa, yeah. Yeah, with Mappa. <laughs> uh, so, we got a couple more. Uh, one that was a Netflix show, I guess, which is pretty surprising. Um, words bubble up like soda pop. Just a nice looking show, you know, just, just looks like a good time. Um, See, I mean, that one was also fun. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, the, uh, this is the one where it's like, since there might be like, um, I don't know if there's any romance in it, but it is definitely like a lot of like friendship, relationship stuff. I think the one girl like is insecure about her teeth, so she always wears a mask. And then the other one likes writing poetry, but they don't think it's any good. But the girl likes it a lot, and so she like helps him with that. Um, like just a nice story. And then last one I got is is Fina, uh, pirate princess. And, um, yeah, I think that one, I don't think the synopsis did, did anything for me, but then when I watched the trailer, like, it looked like, oh, okay, this looks like they're going for it. You know what I mean? Like, like some of the action was pretty good. You know, the actual animation was good. Um, yeah. It is like some sort of like feudal Japan type, type, uh, energy as well. name of it again uh it's fina so it's f-e-n-a pirate princess really looking at my mouth so hard
Just, just Google. Luna. <laughs> ah, yes, Kaizo Gojo. Yeah. Oh, this is called Pirate Princess. Okay, Pirate thank Princess. you. Okay. Okay, that's why I probably can find it. Okay, not bad. Uh, orphan girl raised on a pirate. She. This one looks interesting oh, yeah. as well. Oh yeah, people. You know, the thing that I thought was funny is that pe is that people were basically like, so it's like One Piece. It's basically One Piece. <laughs> and that's also something that kind of put it in my head too. Uh, it's like it's, I don't think it's One Piece. It's based like, on description. It's like it's like European One Piece. I think that's what someone said. I was like, I mean, I guess. I mean, they're pirates, and they're like searching, and there's like a, a parent parental relationship type deal going on. Um, but again, I haven't, you know, I've seen like the first like 50 episodes of One Piece or something, so I, I guess I can't really speak on it. Yeah, I don't think it's One Piece, at least based on the description. It's similar, but it's like One Piece is an epic, right? They can still yeah. be romantic. Yeah, I mean, that's not, again, like, One Piece, you know, it's it's, it, it's its own deal. One Piece is in its own category, you know? Yeah. Again, like, the One Piece to Tower of God, I'll make that comparison. She's odd. Um. Pretty bond and search for a pleasure machine truly belong in the true mystery behind a word Eden. This looks interesting. Could be fun. But the British Empire. Yeah. Um, British. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, with all of those in mind, are there any that uh, any that oh, stick out to you? She's the main voice that she hired for Rue, as well as she's Kurokami no Ona. Oh, that's cool. She, she's the main character from uh, Death Parade as well. Mm. The voice actor for Fina. The best show ever made. As well as like uh, from Chihaya for Rue. Mm. I highly recommend Chihaya for Rue. Uh, both manga and anime. Yeah, I know that that anime is definitely on my list. I've heard of it before. Also, she's Hori from Hori Mia. Oh, that's nice. And Raktalia. And she's Nobara from Jujutsu Kaisen. She's been in a lot. She's stag, been in a lot of stag, notable stag, things. Stag, stag, stag. Uh, I'm trying to see anything else you may know. Going through. Officer Jenny in Sun and Moon, let's go. Oh yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> uh, she's the faint. She's my in a funny girl. Sure, sure, okay, okay. Anything else here that you know off the top of your head? <laughs> I don't know if you remember Tokyo Ghoul, but she's Akira Mado. I uh, couldn't couldn't picture it. It's the, remember the uh, old detective? His daughter. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, who takes over the case, the part for him, yeah. When he dies. Yeah. Because that's not a spoiler. It's not. It's pretty. Yeah. Not everyone no. everyone knew that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's pretty stacked. Um, yeah. I don't know what else you you uh, seen here, but yeah, th those are good enough to at least you know who you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
I wouldn't mind any of those. It's all good. Are there any of them that that, that you're like, yeah? Because <laughs> it is it is a big list, you know. Mm. I did um, it was like 10, 10 shows I think I I put down. Depends on how big you want to get. Because like Sunny Days is like, if you want to go heavy out there, you could go into Sunny Days. I don't know how granted you want to be. Mm. <laughs> We've done this enough where it's like more like whatever you feel for going forward, whatever you want the episodes to feel. Okay, okay. Because like whatever you say, like you have to think about the choice if it's either mediocre or if it's bad yeah. or if it's good. Yeah, that, always... you'll, you'll... yeah, yeah, no, I was you'll, gonna say that I'm, yeah, I'm like, a, I'm like always afraid when we, when we have to do this, we have to pick like seasonal stuff. Cause it's like yeah. any of these could be good or any of these could be terrible. You know, then we're stuck with them. <laughs> yeah. We could jump ship halfway. We've never done it before. We could. We could. Very bold move, but hey, we, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we're running the show, Tyler. There's no mistakes. We, we, we're... Wait, hold on. You're trying to tell me. <laughs> After all this time. Uh, I thought I thought someone else was running the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it depends what you want to pair, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, tr I'm trying to think what would... Because, like, you know, part of me is also thinking about, like, Classroom Elite and Dragon Prince, right? Like, that so covers, also... like, a good amount. Dragon Prince, yeah. like, covers, like, a nice fantasy element. Classroom Elite, you know, covers, like, your school element, your VR element. That's nice, and you consider it. So you don't touch Mal a bit, you know? What was... What was Sunny Boy about again? Sunny Boy is like this weird... This is an out there show, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd say think Lord of the Flies, except with powers. Okay. Okay, okay. With boys and girls, not just boys. Yeah, I... What I'm thinking right now is like, half of these shows I'm kind of cutting off in my mind. Because I think we have... Like you said with Dragon Prince, we have that like adventure fantasy type thing already covered. And then with Classroom of the Elite, we have... You know it is school, but then it's also. I mean, it's not, we, we you know we know it's gonna be action. It's gonna be more of like a shonen type deal. Um, like, I mean, personally, based on everything I'm seeing here, I'll let you know. I am down for. I'm looking at this list right now, and I'm really vibing with Aquatope. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Aquatope could end up becoming boring. Yeah. But like right now, that's a nice vibe. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm kind of on, cause like, yeah, cause, cause like I was saying, I think that like a lot of them towards the end of the list, like that like back half of the list, I think it's a, I mean, I, I guess other than words bubble up like soda pop, but like half that list is a lot of like action shonen-y stuff. And mm -hmm. I think we have that covered with our older shows, like that vibe. So like, you know, I'm going the other way of like Sunny Boy being a weird show with Aquato being more like slice of life drama maybe show. you know and then like girlfriend girlfriend being that like romance um romance mm -hmm. comedy type thing that we got going on um i think those are probably the three that i'm on right now just just, just yeah, based off good. of the other ones uh, the other two no, that we good. already picked you got a nice thing like girlfriend girlfriend you know it does hit a rom-com We've have we we done snap. Well, maybe we can jump on to that. 
uh, redeem it for us. But the, we're gonna be, I know the entire time we're doing we're gonna be giving it to 100 girlfriends. It's gonna be inevitable. Um, but 100 girlfriends is, is different because it's also meta on it, mm -hmm. where it, it turns into meta. 11 on purpose. Like, everything is pushed to the max for, like, the reasons why the characters do stuff. Like, all the characters are tropes themselves. The only reason I'd be afraid to do is to pick girlfriend girlfriend is because I don't know how like I feel like that has been somewhat of an issue with most of the rom-coms that we've covered on here is like how is it going to be interesting and not just be like every other rom-com that we've done no imagine that rental girlfriend actually was the most interesting <laughs> rental girlfriend was was pretty good um I was gonna say sing yesterday for me, but then I remember that most of sing yesterday was interesting because we made it interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I definitely liked that show, but yeah, I think it was it was built up a little bit because of our our lore. <laughs> <laughs> our, our ambition really grows that for us, you know. I don't think sing yesterday for me would have been good if I watched it by myself. I think sing yesterday for me is enhanced because of the experience of having it being shared. With you. <laughs> <laughs> um. We, we just banter over the show. That, that's what we did, and it worked. Yeah, it, it worked. It definitely worked. Um, and I know if, like, we get, like, another, like, rom-com, it has to be something that, obviously, like, we haven't read. Of course, yeah. Which which is the tough part, because, like, you know, like, Hor we could have done Hori Mia, right? When it dropped. But we've already We've already watched done it. Or we've though. already read it. Yeah, we've already. Yeah. You know, same with Kaguya, you know, like Kaguya, we could have picked Kaguya, but it's again something that we've already dug into enough where it's like, at least with me, like, you know, I've like read it and then you or you're, you know. I was watching it. Well, I mean, I mean, we did, we did talk about season two when I read, when I watched it. Yeah. But it's not something like, you know, we'll have as like a, a weekly thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like, yeah, we'll have it there because we know we'll talk about it anyway. What is, can you look up, can you go back to the Aquatope show? I just want to know, just like, tell me what, what genres it's listed under. Just Slice of Life. It's just Slice of Life? It's just Life of Slice. <laughs> what kind of toppings are on that slice? Tomatoes. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it's just, it's literally just Slice of Life. Because I'm, I'm kind of settling into that in my mind. We're like, yeah, we can do Akatope. That was, that was towards the top of my list when I was when I was coming in today. Because it, I, I, I don't know if you watched the trailer when you were just uh, going through it earlier. The trailer looks nice, dude. But the trailer, I was watching it and I was like, yo, this. It looks nice. No, this might be insane. really beautiful. The way the shots are done. If the story is engaging as well, I'll be all for it. It does seem like it's more of a metaphorical show as well, like a story of growth. So. And then part of me wants to do Sunny Boy. Did you watch the trailer for that when you were doing that as well? The Sunny Boy. Because Sunny Boy trailer is like not it's good. Like, in my in my the opinion, like, I don't like the trailer. It looks pretty artsy. I think that's the best way to put it, right? Like Sunny Boy looked like it's an arts, an artsy show. 
And like, you know what I'm saying? I do. I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think my other problem with the trailer, though, is that the trailer doesn't match what the synopsis is. It's just, like, random... Like, it's like it, it's a trailer for a different show. It's like an opening, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah, one of those garbage so. trailers. Let me hit you with this, right? It's both beautiful and garbage. Because it shows you nothing, which you kind of want. You want nothing. But it doesn't show you anything at all. <laughs> right? That's, That's what true. I get from the Sunny Boy trailer. It's like, I want it to at least show me a little something. A little sauce. A little magic, please. To make me want to come in it. But it's just it's just a bunch of quick clips, right? Mm-hmm. Just mashed. It is an anime only, so we can't even know like what else is happening. You know what I mean? I just I'm just gonna say what do. I remember like our gambling dude this is this is this is what it is this is our gambling this is, this is the gambling on what shows are gonna be bad or good when we do this we could have picked VV last season dude we could have picked VV yeah yeah what was the season before that when we could have picked it wasn't like decadence or something <laughs> it was decadence dude we could have picked decadence it's always like that, you know, it's the gamble though, like how safe you want to play it. Because you don't want it to be like a bad pick and then have it like drudged throughout the entire thing. But that's a rule that we came up with. I just brought up that we can change it. I'm just going to say, let's do, <laughs> I don't know, dude, because like in my mind, I'm just I'm, I just want to say something because then we do have like I mean like we still have next week that we could always change it you know what I mean and then like you said yeah. we can we can do whatever we want right like three episodes okay in, how about can... this how about this we watch the first episode okay of Sunny Boy alright okay. we'll add that on as okay. like a, something we watch for this week because it's already out we'll watch the first episode of Sunny Boy if we can find it subbed I don't know if that's possible but it was only showing in Japan mm-hmm. if we can find it let me just look it up right now if I can find it yeah yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah just do it <laughs> <laughs> just, just if I can find Sunny Boy, right? Um, because so, so while Ray's looking that up, I just want to say because like, what I'm trying to articulate is that there's a lot of these shows that look like they could be cool, but they are like it's like an isekai or it is, you know, they do look kind of generic. Even like Pirate Princess has a cool setup, but it's like I thought that Joran blood princess whatever was gonna look cool from last season and then as the episodes went on people were just like this show's terrible you know so it's like there's a lot of shows on here that seem kind of generic but it can go either way so i'm afraid to add them and then like i said we do have classroom with elite and dragon prince which kind of cover a lot of these genres that is on this list which is why something like aquatope that's a pure slice of life i think that would be 
you know, the, the nice dichotomy, right? And then part of me wants for us to do Girlfriend, Girlfriend, because we don't have like a rom-com, but it's like, how good is that actually going to be? You know, and then with Sunny Boys, the same thing where we just talked about where it's like, is it going to be too weird? Is it going to be something that we come in every week and say, I don't really get it. This is kind of boring. Okay. So let, let me give you this right. So Sunny Boy, think of, because I was trying to figure out what type of vibes I'm getting from this show based on like everything I was seeing. You can watch it online, by the way. You may have to search and scour. Sure. I'm going to send you a link. Okay. Sunny Boy is, think of like Satoshi Khan. I know you know that. This is the guy who came up with Paprika. Okay, like okay. Yep, yep, yep. Mash with Lord of the Flies. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Now that's Sunny Boy. Okay. That's, I that's say... the best best comparison I can give you. I think you well, we, have... Why don't we give the first episode a watch? Yeah. It's how deep you want to go into this. Because it's going to be in like a, a, a more meta art detail, art, artistic show. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think... Episode. I think that's a good idea. Or something that we watch it like this week and then we we decide if we're going to keep it next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we decide if we want to keep it this next week. Okay. We can watch it this week and we can decide if we want to keep it or not. Because this is another episode. It's not that much. It's already out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am yeah. down with it's, that it's, plan. A, it's a safe idea, you know? Um, and I've already found a link here, so I'm just going to use this one. It's hard to find uh, legitimate links. I don't know if they have it on like a Funimation website or something like that. Uh, I mean, no, we we watch everything legally on this podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, buy all our licenses. I Prime. I actually bought the Blu-rays for Snafu. Regretting that decision. (laughs) Oh no, Uh, you can't return those. Uh Oh no. They got you. They got you. Yeah, I, I say we give it a watch, right? If it's good. You know, we like keep it you know maybe not we can put girlfriend girlfriend on there and we can uh if girlfriend girlfriend's bad we can always make fun of it um it's nice throughout back and there. honestly the way we actually have a lot of time to think about this because next week we're still finishing up our existing stuff right <laughs> and the following week we'll start the old stuff so we'll do dragon yeah. prince and then we'll do uh Elite. so we really have like two and a half more weeks to really, to really decide, make a decision, yeah. you know, and by then, one maybe even two episodes will be out for most of these shows. So then we can kind of, you know, we got like that 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 thermometer out there, to kind of feeling what it's what it's like, you know, for all this mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I guess right now, as it stands, we'll do the we'll do the Aquatope on White Sand and and Sunny Boy, and yeah, we will watch the first episode of Sunny Boy, and then we'll come in next time and be like. Uh, that's kind of what our what our vibe check is on this show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice thing, at, at least with Sunny Boy. A good thing that it dropped an episode one early, you know, because it is a weirder show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think Satoshi Khan's a great thing. I, I, I was because I was like, what this art style looks like, you know, sort of familiar. It's definitely his type of art style, and like with the type of element of having like the supernatural part, mm-hmm. that's also something he would do. And Mash of Lord of Flies, that's kind of a best description. I think that nails it right there. Um, so yeah, that um, stressful part's over. <laughs> Hate picking your shows. It's, it's, there's so many. Um, yeah. We still have like a ton of stuff to talk about. A couple about, of things. Right? Yeah. We still have a number of things 
Um, so let's just let's just get seventeen. Let's um, let's uh pivot away from anime for a second, and let's go to Loki. Okay. Loki episodes, man. Oh man. Okay. Episode two and three. Two and three. So good episodes. Okay. First episode. Stay there for a second. That was the one where they were searching, right? Loki and Owen Wilson. Mm -hmm going through it and uh, i'm trying to figure out what this variant loki's wow, doing you found wow. do you know uh, i was gonna send something to you but i didn't the no. director of loki came out and was like yeah owen wilson doesn't say wow in the show so stop looking for it <laughs> like he did we 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 didn't have him say it. <laughs> i thought it was a part of his contract you know like it's contractually obligated to say wow once. you have to say it at least once you have to drop it somewhere Wow. It's okay, that's only on season two point. Wow. He's gonna say wow in every episode of season two. You see, that's that, that's it's like you have to hold back from saying it on this season, so in the next season of Loki, you can say it every episode. Uh, yes. Yeah, we like start a new campaign that's like release the wow cut. <laughs> or... <laughs> release the wow cut. Wow. Um, yeah, this is it was kind of cool because it seemed like more like character growth for Loki, where it seemed like he legitimately was helping and like it was it was kind of nice you know he kind of looked like a like child who was figuring something out and then like showing it to their parent and being like no no I, I i did this like i figured out where the loki variant's hiding he's in natural disasters and you know all that stuff like episode three was like the biggest i don't i i'm not gonna talk about episode three right now we're on episode two right now i'm gonna hold off on that <laughs> i'm gonna hold off on that episode two is pretty hype yeah he's like he's like dude you can do anything in a natural disaster and it doesn't matter because guess what the timeline's gonna like, screw it up anyway yeah well because yeah because everyone everyone dies here anyway so there's no one to cause a change you know <laughs> um yeah which is really cool i mean i mean you know they kind of teased ragnarok and i was like "Ooh, are they really gonna go to asgard and you know because ragnarok was the was the whatever <laughs> um and then there was just some nice moments with, uh, you know, them like talking about fate and everything. I know we've talked about that before, how that's like a big theme, you know, free will and all that. And we did get into that with, with Mobius and, um, you know, cause Mobius is like, or like there's a whole conversation about like religion, right? Because he was like, well, what do you believe in? And Loki was like, oh, well, I have a, we're, we're gods and then we're birthed from this. And it was like, how's that any different than you saying that the timekeepers made you? <laughs> You know, it's the same thing. Um, but yeah, that was that was some deep stuff that they got into that they didn't really have to. Um, yeah, and then we do finally. So, how'd you like the the reveal of who the Loki variant is and like what their what their kind of deal is in at the end of episode two? Yeah, you know, like uh, they're like, I just gotta go uh, meet them, timekeepers. Go menacingly, and I'll walk through this portal, and I'm a girl. Psych. Now I did see theories in episode one we dropped that saying, you know, fem Loki. Mm -hmm. You know, gonna happen. So they were right. Because they're like, why keep it hooded? You know, why keep it secret? It was just gonna be Tom Hiddleston. That's again. fair. No. Wouldn't she? Um, this is something I was a little confused about as well. Like when they dropped all those like grenades. <laughs> Or whatever through the portals like did those just go to like random spots in time is it, you know is that like the plan 
to like cause like splits in the in the timeline. Is that what she was doing? She, she was causing I chaos. I think it's like, so it's supposed to like uh, you like you set those charges and then you're able to go through the door, right? Mm-hmm. Like you set the charges like to like make sure like it's resetting the timeline back to where it was before you leave. So like I she's see. like clearing the evidence that she was actually there in the supermarket. Okay. With okay. the charges. Um. Yeah, and then we're just getting to episode three. As well as the yeah. chance of like you know whatever whoever's left there in like the supermarket, any like agent from TVA, they're all gonna be gone as well if they're stuck there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think they cleaning house with that. Some chaos in there too, because you know there's not supposed to be that many charges set off at one time, and that did let it so a bunch of the TVA agents um, were dispatched, and that kind of led into episode three, where most of the TVA was empty. Because they were all scrambling to, to kind of fix everything that the female Loki uh, kind of messed up. You know, so I gave her a good opportunity. Um, yeah, and then, like you said, with episode three, I think that was a a more kind of exciting episode. There's a lot of more, a lot more action. Um, what do you, you think of episode three? Episode three was pretty good. I liked the cinematography in episode three, the shots that they were doing. Um, the scale of what they were working with it felt nice episode 3 felt really good honestly refreshing liked... almost yeah like, episode I mean... 2 was good but episode 3 felt great yeah I mean you know you said it was fresh I think that that's true we went to like another planet right so a nice new atmosphere um and it was I think another reason it felt different is because we didn't really have Mobius. So we didn't have that Mobius and Loki relationship that we've grown in the first two episodes. We did... Yeah, you just get Loki. You know, yeah, being Loki. We did, um... You know, we got Loki and, like, Sylvie. Right? So they yeah. kind of built that. Um, and I thought that was really interesting, too, where they're both Loki, technically. Right? But they're different versions of Loki. So, especially when they were on the train and... Sylvie wanted to know about Loki's mom because it's because because like to to her she didn't really know her mom so like oh what was she like because I never knew my mom but your mom is my mom you know so it's it was kind of interesting them going back and like learning about each other because they're both like the same person but from different realities basically so that was really cool yeah. it's great because it builds Sylvie and it also like gets Loki to flex himself a bit it does. Because he yeah. hasn't been doing Loki things for two episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he's been he's been stuck at TVA, and at TVA, like, none yeah. of your powers work. You know, mm -hmm. so when he was here, he was like, oh, there's fireworks, and I can shift in, or I can uh, mask myself to look like one of the agents here. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a cool scene there where he was drinking and singing, which mm -hmm. kind of was like a throwback to Asgard, right? Because that's what everyone does there. It's like, oh, this is Loki, <laughs> you know. You, you know, kind of forget about where he came from because we just know him as as Loki, you know. Yeah, it's nice. Felt great. Um, I will say, episode three kind of poses a question in my mind, which I feel like they'll answer. If all people who are in the TVA are actually just variants. Well, yeah, because they they said that in episode three. Mm -hmm. Um, it was Sylvie 
revealed that because she went into the mind of one of the TVA agents, that that like female TVA agent, um, and then that that was how the episode like cold opened, where it was her talking yeah. to the other lady in the in the bar. Yeah, and I guess. getting the, the timekeeper. Yeah. Yeah, and then she kind of revealed that, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I I had to reach back into one of her memories from before she was in the TVA," and Loki was all confused because Mobius said that. Well the, well, the timekeepers created all of us, created all the all the TVA agents. And then, so with this knowledge, it's like, oh no, none of these people were created. <laughs> we were all variants. You know, that's what it was. Like, well, well she was a variant. She was just like us. And that like kind of like blew Loki's mind because n- none of them know that, you know? So like, Mobius essentially was a variant, but he doesn't know that he yeah. was a variant. And then, like, you know, like, he wants to, like, have, like, one of those water jet skis. <laughs> That's his dream. But, like, he probably already had one. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably built into his personality. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. he, that's probably why he wants one so bad, because he doesn't realize that he already had one. And it was so much fun, dude. It's it's crazy. Like, the TVA, I guess, like, they, the TVA's not lying when they say, no, the timekeepers created us. Yeah, they essentially did. You know? They, like... Hold your memories back and made you who you are. You still have some sense of individuality with you, but you don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm just to see how f- how close we get to that because it does seem like Loki and Sylvie. Their goal is to go get the Timekeepers. I don't know if they plan to like kill them or they need answers about some stuff. Um, but I want to know how like far they go with it because timekeepers seem to be like the all-powerful being, <laughs> you know, like like. And then, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say people have theory with uh, King the Conqueror being one of the timekeepers. Yeah, King. Yeah, I did. I, I did hear about that. Um, wasn't isn't King also announced as he is the villain? In one of the Marvel movies upcoming, I don't remember which one. But um, yeah, I do. You'll be in Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. That's what it is. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, which the, again is another movie based on like time, time. travel and quantum yeah. realm. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because I, I saw a comparison the other day that was, you know, in the TVA, Mobius said that time works differently in the TVA. And then when you go back to uh, Endgame, Paul Rudd is like, time moves differently in the quantum realm. So people were making yeah. comparisons to that of like, is the TVA, not, not necessarily like in the quantum realm, but like, is there some association there, you know? And then with King the Conqueror rumors and him being announced, revealed for the new Ant-Man movie, that just kind of strengthens the ties between some sort of connection to that idea. Um, yeah, man, what do you, uh, how do you think they're going to get out of this? You know, because the ending, world world blown up, <laughs> the moon just hitting, hitting the planet they're on, and the... Uh, train or whatever that's supposed to take them off that got destroyed you know how do you how do you think they're gonna get out of this because they uh they don't really have a way currently with the like the telepad got destroyed 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We'll have to see. Hmm. Yeah, we will. We will. I mean, we know we don't die. <laughs> you know, because we've got three more episodes. And another season, actually. Right? You know, there's another season coming out. Um, but yeah, I think it's good. I think this is still probably my, my favorite MCU show so far. It feels nice. It's a lot of fun. Highly enjoying it. It's always uh, nice to see Tom Hiddleston. It is always nice. That is always a nice thing. <laughs> um... Yeah, man. Let's um, let's go to our other thing. We did the SpongeBob tournament, or we started it, right? Let's go. See, or so we're doing season two. Anyone who doesn't know, season two of SpongeBob, right? Picked sixteen episodes, put them in a little, little college basketball tournament action, and um, yeah, we're gonna see what the best one, or our personal opinion, right, of what what the best one is. So, we did a couple rounds. And let me just get to the actual thing. Where is it? Um, so first up, right? We got Dying for Pie versus Imitation Crabs. Both food-related titles. Um, that was on purpose. If you choose to believe so. Um, so first, you know, before we say which one is better, would you uh, what would you think of both these episodes, right? Let me hear with this, okay? So, uh, I did... Uh, have you also done the entire left side? Yeah. I did. Okay, good. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so... <laughs> got my list here. Nice, Can't look nice, at it. Nice. This, this is what I was holding when I was uh, searching my things when I was not gaslighting it. I see. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, we got Dying for Pie and mm -hmm. Mermaid Man, Barnacle Boy... Three. Is that correct? That is not the way it's set up. <laughs> the text quickly. What did you go off of? I, I sent you the the actual image of the. Oh, it was a okay. okay. It was. Forgive me. <laughs> it's all good, right? Uh, dying for pie and imitation crabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, so, dying for pie versus imitation crabs. I, I personally, I'm still a dying for pie guy. Mm -hmm. I'm watching imitation crabs. I remember the episode. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Like at least compared to dying for pie. Dying for pie, the entire setup, like, it's like it's a bomb. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's something that it can never air today. Sure, imitation sure. crabs is good. It's, it's, it's decent, you know, but it's like, it falls into that one where it's like, there's, I think there's better Plankton episodes. Like, I think I Welcome to the Chum Bucket is a better Plankton episode. And it is one that we're also going to be talking about. Okay, okay. I, I would say on this one, making it pretty easy, I think I do agree with you. I like dying for pie a little bit more um, you know obviously the setup for the bomb thing is very funny uh, we do get some emotional stuff in there with you know Spongebob really caring about Squidward and then we have Wait, we have Squidward to, actually cares about Spongebob right yeah yeah where yeah. he kind of plays like he doesn't it want off. him to die you know he's like yeah. he may be my co-worker I mean I like him but I don't want to cause his death um, 
Yeah. And I'd rather like, you come into work every day and we have some banter. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of back and forth. Um, you know, and then we get the nice moments with, you know, maybe a lot of it is fueled by guilt, but, you know, he does go with him and finish that whole list, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably a very hard thing for him to do. Um, whether with imitation crabs, I, I very much do like the episode, you know, I think plainly coming in and having a fake Mr. Krabs tricking uh, Spongebob, which Spongebob's pretty gullible, so it's not that hard. Um, He's a good word being like, well, of course this is Mr. Krabs, I'll just take <laughs> so, uh, day off. yes. <laughs> um, you know, and then even that end little part, which I like, which is like Spongebob's quizzing them, and like Mr. Krabs just gets every question wrong. <laughs> The penny is a nice brick joke that just comes back at the end. It is. Yep, yep, yep. That was that was set up very early in the episode. Um, but yeah, I, I do think I like Dying for Pie more just because I think Imitation Crabs... There's a couple moments in the episode where it gets a little stale. Where it's like, oh, we're still kind of doing this. You know, where's Dying oh, yeah, for like, Pie? Like, you know, like going back and forth between like crabs and plankton. Yeah. It, it's like, it oh, It kind of goes okay. over that like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dying for Pie, at least with the gag with the list, is kind of funny. He's like, he's like the salmon suit. And he's like, oh, that's a good one, Squid. Oh, yo, I'm in a salmon suit. Good one, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're you're gonna wear a salmon suit, and he's like, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and then open heart surgery also being on the list. Which is crazy that like you know you're talking about how the bomb thing would never play on TV. I don't know how they got a oh, beating heart, squirting blood. <laughs> to be fair, like, like, Spongebob has done, like, hearts, they've done brains a lot. They have. Like, brains have been done so often in Spongebob, it's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that one was easy. That one was easy for us. I'm glad that we agreed on that because um, yeah. that makes it easy. So the next one, we got um, Survival of the Idiots. And then we got that Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 3. Now, I may be slightly biased here, um, but I'm a big fan of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 3. Okay, why is that? What's what's so great about that one? Uh, one, it is the introduction of Man Ray, one of the greatest characters <laughs> come back in the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy episodes. Okay. Um, the, both of these episodes are pretty well memed. Um, like, I'm Dirty Dan and you got Pinhead Larry. Um, both relevant, and then in this one, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. You have uh, the relevant, uh, this isn't mine. Yeah, that's, that's not my wallet. <laughs> it's not my wallet. Yeah, it's not, these are classic ones here um, that you do see. And I I think, like, Survival of the Idiots, it, it plays too much on the fact of, like, um, SpongeBob and Patrick being dumb, really. Or at least in Murray Man and Barnacle Boy, they're not really dumb, they're more gullible. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely say that in Survival of the Idiots, they do make more, like, bonehead decisions. I mean, even with the, the setup of the episode with Patrick being like, oh, yeah, let's just go in. And Spongebob was like, I don't think we should. I think, like, they, they she <laughs> she specifically said for us to not go into her tree dome right now, you know? I was like, that was uh, it's kind of a weak setup, in my opinion, but... Um, yeah, and then I, I, I don't think there's too much variety to the episode. I think that was my issue with Imitation Crabs, too, where they're just kind of in the snow for a while. It's really cold. They take the fur, and then, you know, I mean, really the good stuff is towards the end, right, where you mentioned the memes, right? 
and then remember when barnacle boy does have the great the great sequences of them trying to teach him how to be good <laughs> which is just you know each one's better yeah. than the last and then like you have like malicious patrick yeah <laughs> just a savage <laughs> he's like think i'm number two one in 100 guess what it is wrong wrong yeah <laughs> You get them with the feather thing. Um, I mean, even the nice little conclusion there where Man Ray tries to steal from the bank, eventually can't do it, and then he just opens up a checking account. Yeah, it's been conditioned <laughs> where he can only laugh instead of do evil things. Yeah. And even with, like, the, the like orb of confusion. It's just yeah, a stupid bit. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be needing this anymore. The over confusion is funny because, like, even at the end, Patrick's like still walking out. And it's just him. Yeah, he's like, uh, Pat, the, the orb isn't on anymore. The, the orb confusion, <laughs> the emanating orb aura is so good. Um, but yeah, that one. Oh, you need an invisible license for the invisible boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was good. That was, that was, that was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. So, I, I, I take Merman Bronco Boy to the top with that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I agree with that as well. Um, <laughs> and I think we should just go down and then we can do the... The final the, side. Like, like the final finals after that. Because um, then next we got Pressure versus Shanghai. This now, was... Shanghai did you watch? The other two of them? Okay, so like, there's like, you want? Did you watch just the one? How long was your episode? Because like, there's like <laughs> the Shanghai with like all three endings. I'm not aware of that. What do you mean three endings? Okay, so like when Shanghai originally aired, like uh, when you watched it, um, it was a call-in episode. So you had to call in, right? And they had three endings planned for the episode for Shanghai. Okay. And. In the one I watched, they showed the two other endings, and then you get the last ending, which is the canon one. Which uh, you, you're the one who saw the canon one, and it's called the one you were watching it live. It was a call in, and then you have to vote for the ending. I see. Okay. So what were the other two endings? Okay, so like you watched the one where SpongeBob gets the wish in the end. The other two were when Patrick and Squidward got the wish, the last wish. Okay. So Patrick's last wish, I believe. It was something stupid, obviously, because it's Patrick. Um, I don't remember. I don't I remember Squidward. Squidward's wish was uh, he wished that he never knew SpongeBob and Patrick. Okay. And they got, and they all three got eaten by uh, the Flying Dutchman anyway. Where it's like, oh hi, like Squidward. Uh, you know, you don't know me. That this is I'm SpongeBob. It's my friend Patrick. Nice to meet you. Sort of ending. Okay. It's a nice gag there, you know? Patrick's ending, I gotta find it now. Okay. Okay, so yeah, while, while Ray's looking that up, um, yeah, I... I'm not really sure this is one that I definitely want to talk about because, you know, to me this isn't as easy. I think... Uh, Shanghai, I guess. Shanghai... I think it was one of my picks when we started this, of one of one ones that I think might go all the way, just because I remember it very fondly. You know, there was 
introduction of the Flying Dutchman, right? Oh no, I think we did see him before this, but we see a lot of him in this one. And I thought that was cool. Um, them dropping the anchor in the house in the beginning was funny. Um, you know, them going up there and, um, you know, Squidward being thrown out. It was funny. Him, like, falling for the entire episode and coming back in the end. Um, and then them being in the brig. <laughs> right there. And then um, classic scene with them having to go through the perfume department. That never gets old. Then them stealing the sock going towards the end. And then having the wishes, right, with Patrick wishing we knew that earlier. Gets Clock takes back a minute. It was a dumb wish. Um, Spongebob bringing Squidward's demise. <laughs> wishing that Squidward was here. Brings him back. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, with the ending, the, the canon ending, apparently, which is Squidward, or not Squidward, Spongebob trying to think outside of the box, wishing that Dutchman was a vegetarian so that he doesn't eat them. And then... The Dutchman just turns him into fruit. That's yeah. Like, ah. uh, Patrick's only thing was that he wished for gum. So he's like, if they're gonna be stuck there a long time, we might as well have fresh breath. And then the Dutchman eats them anyway, saying minty. See that? I feel like I That's remember Patrick's that. Thing. I feel like I remember that ending. The Squidward ending, I have no recollection of. The, but I feel it, like I, the I remember that. Like you know, he's like, he's like, I wish I never met these two before. You know, and then like Dutchman's like wish granted, and then he's like, I didn't mean like you know them not to remember. I wish I'd never been here. He's like, I know what you meant, but <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a genie, <laughs> you know. Um, and then with pressure, pressured was pretty cool because you know it was SpongeBob and, and Sandy fighting. They, who's better? They have the, the the two little races, which is always nice because the races act end up the same exact way they're just opposite um and then we have the nice little land versus sea some jokes there and then we have the end which is amazing of them actually doing like the live action puppet thing um so yeah i mean i think both episodes are pretty solid yeah uh, i will say i went shanghai really okay why is that I think it's partially because I didn't watch, like, the special episode, which was, like, the original, with all three endings. Mm -hmm. Like, it showed, like, the Bowdens, it had Patchy as well. Patchy, a great, a great addition to the to any episode. So, like, cause, like I, I, I'm, I'm assuming, because, like, you know, you just watched the one, it was just, like, the cartoon raw, that was it, you know, just, like, straight, no cuts or edits or anything. It just felt like it flowed. Um, well, well, no, I saw, um, yeah, I saw, uh, two or three interstitials with, with Patchy in it, because, because Patchy was in the actual episode. Okay, for sure. Like, 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 that bit. I think the whole, like, call-in stuff at the end, I think that was the only bit that's not, like, in the official episode. Yeah. like, with Shanghai, yeah, it's, like, with the call-in stuff, and, like, he chose the alternate endings there, which I think is a nice little peek, you know? Mm-hmm. It was nice them do like a call in type of vote, see what you get. Because like, I guess that was the time when people like really were getting hyped into call ins and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They do call ins for like manga and anime, see like they'd end or whatnot. Like if a character dies, like what would you do? Like vote which character dies with this poll, you know? That was something that was kind of big. Um, so I kind of like that. I especially you know, Shanghai also has like the ooh, uh, little Lee and the perfume uh, section, which I, I feel like. I feel like they're really iconic moments, which still, like, hold up, ironically. 
Yeah. And then like, you know, Dutchman also saying like, no, like, these are my dorks. Yeah. Yeah. You know. those, those guys are dorks. <laughs> said no, but they're my dorks. You know, it's like, you know, it's nice, you know, it's like, oh, good. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm I mean. i you were a pressure boy. Um, no, no, I would, I, I would honestly think, I mean, I think so far, again, with, with Shanghai being one of my picks in the beginning for what I think would go all the way, I think it's still there for me. I think, again, variety is like a big thing for me when it comes to these episodes. And I think Shanghai had had that more, you know, you even reminded me of stuff like, yeah, the whole like Lee to Lee thing and the whole like, you're good, you're good like that. Like that's a, a classic yeah. moment. Um, and with pressure, I think it's very nice. I think there's a lot of funny moments, but I think it gets special on like the second half of the episode where the first half is nice with the competition stuff. But the second half is where it's like, okay, now this is like an iconic SpongeBob episode. So I think mm-hmm. that it, it takes a little bit to get there. Whereas with Shanghai, I don't think there's like a dull moment in the entire episode. Like, heck, I mean, even like dropping Squidward into the fly is like one of the greatest, <laughs> like, weird moments of SpongeBob. Yeah, because it's like kind of spooky, right? Where you open it and it's like the weird, like, psychedelic, almost like horror. You know, you know, yeah. even like some like scary music that plays. It's like, oh man, I don't. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Squidward, but maybe, maybe don't throw him in there. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, you know, just when he lands back, he swoops back in. Yeah, he you, can't really escape. You know, in that moment, he was like, I, I can just end it all right now. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> I wish for a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you talk about those alternate endings. If Squidward's wish was a gun, <laughs> this would be number one. We wouldn't even do the rest of the tournament. <laughs> we wouldn't need it. Give it to me, Dutchman. Give me the gun. And the Dutchman starts sweating. Of like, I don't, I don't think I can. I don't think I should. <laughs> I need the um, AR-15 stat. <laughs> don't need a license anymore um yeah i think um i think we're three for three so far on 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 no arguments um okay. we'll, we'll see how so far that lasts leaves uh chump welcome to the chump bucket and frank and doodle frank and doodle yeah um wasn't frank and doodle one of one, one of your or was that one of mine i don't remember it's, it's, it's an iconic one i, I said dying for pie and frank and doodle you know i know I forgot Shanghai, but after watching it, I was like, yeah, this is definitely an iconic one that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went Frank and did it on this one. Hmm. Now, I thought Chum Bucket was good, like, it had some good moments, but, like, it's kind of playing into SpongeBob in a weird way that, you know, doesn't really go with the character, I guess, for most episodes, where he's seen as, like, lazy and, like, not wanting to do anything. That'd be, like, coddled and pampered. Mm-hmm. You know, by Plankton. Um, but, like, you know, when, like, Mr. Krabs asks for him, he just goes and immediately does it. And it's... Odd, because he should be more scared of Plankton? But I guess, I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird spit, because, like, you know, there's good stuff in the episode here. Um, you get the, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> uh, you get the nice, like, uh, musical 
like number with like him and Mr. Krabs, mm -hmm. which is also like a known, and it, it has the cloud meme where like they're reaching out for each other. Yeah. Also, well, um, but I mean, it, it doesn't really. It feels stale after a point. You know what I mean? It's like okay. okay. Because there's not really much going on in the episode. So what do you like so much about Frank and Doodle? Frank Frank and Doodle is a wild ride from start to finish. <laughs> it's like you, you start with the story, the artist, you know, in the boat, dropping the pencil. They get the pencil, they play around with it, they create Frank and Doodle. Uh Nemo Fimoy Nemo is a big thing. Uh, realize he's a monster, you gotta take him out. Didn't kill him, comes back with a vengeance. Um and then you get him back, and you turn the pencil, and then Artis is like, damn, I wish I brought a sharpener. Um, real one, D. Made a lot of mistakes on that boat. <laughs> Which, um, fun fact that I'm only 50% sure is true, I'm pretty sure that is Steven Hillenberg. Okay. Which is the, the creator of the show, if anyone didn't know. Um, which is Which is cool. Um, so yeah, so for me... I'm kind of like evenly split on this one because I, I do like Frank and Doodle. Obviously, I think this is another classic. I think all these episodes, for the most part, are classic episodes. Um, you know, obviously Frank and Doodle drawing them coming to life. You know, I've, I always like that too because, you know, I like to draw. So, them, you know, whenever cartoons would do that, where they would mess with like the fact that this is a cartoon. And so we can draw stuff because their reality is drawn already. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Was always a really cool concept to me. Yeah. I know they they did it in like um like uh, Looney Tunes before. There was a whole episode where Daffy was drawn and he was just on oh, like a blank with the page. Animator. Yeah, yeah, it was literally like like that was like fourth wall breaking, which was like blew my mind as a child. Like, wait, you, you can actually make an episode like this? You know? Like, this, 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 this shouldn't work, you know? Um, so, yeah, so that's why this episode was always really cool for that. Um, and the ending was a very satisfying with them stamping the, they're like clapping the book around them, which was really cool. And then, yeah, with the, fu with the funny, funny bit of the artist breaking the pencil, and it's like, ah, you should have brought another pencil. You only bring one pencil for it. What are you doing? Um, or at least one of those, like, hand sharpener, little hand sharpener things, you know? Um,. And with Welcome to Chum Bucket, I honestly think that, for the most part, I like that episode more. You know, I think it was very bold of them to do a song, which they usually never do, or at least up until this point in SpongeBob. I know usually nowadays, the one or two episodes a season will have a song. Um, but I thought this one was really good. I like Mr. Krabs. I don't know who sung it, if it was actually the Mr. Krabs voice actor, if it was someone else, but they kind of went more of like a like blues route with their delivery which i really liked yeah. um and then yeah the whole like mr krabs plays to his character him being cheap and him being arrogant when it comes to plankton right so he loses spongebob because of that and then plankton finally winning quote unquote but plankton is you know as smart as he is and as uh, resourceful as he is he just never wins you know so he can't quite get there even when he has the fry cook. Um, but yeah, I think the reason why I might agree with you on making Frankendoodle go to the next round is because that 
you know, the same gripe that you had is the same one that I had, where I don't like that they made SpongeBob lazy. Because you're right, I don't think that's his character. I think that in the beginning it was fine because he was a little afraid of Plankton. He was uncomfortable in that um, that environment, right? But then towards the end, like yeah, he was being pampered. We had a montage of him getting whatever he wanted. But then, yeah, for him to be lazy and for him to be like, no, I'm not doing that. It's like it's not like he still has to be afraid of Plankton in that moment, but we've never seen spongebob to be anything other than like helpful and like mm-hmm. oh yeah we'll do it like even like you know he is a kid essentially so whenever an adult speaks even squidward right who is probably canonically older than him i would imagine we, even when squidward speaks where you know spongebob listens and he's like oh oh that's is, is that true you're giving me knowledge so it's weird for him to go against plankton with everything that we know about both characters and we should be like no i'm not doing that you can do it yourself that's weird well, like, even like you know if he was like pampered all that time he still could have been like well you know maybe i have to have you uh, do this for me and that you know maybe you could try to weasel out of it but like it just didn't be right it didn't feel well he's yeah. just like nah and like he's never he's never really acted like that before like he's like he was given so much stuff, and we've never known SpongeBob to be selfish either. To be like, oh, well, I'm just going to take more, I'm not going to give anything. Like, we've always wanted to be, like, helping out whenever he can, or reciprocating, or, you know. And, and in that moment, he wasn't, and that was weird. And I didn't very much like that. Um, so, yeah, I think just that dips the episode low enough for me that I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Frank and Doodle moving on to the next round. Um, okay. Uh, but then, then we do have because the way we did it, we I mean we essentially we can pick the winner for <laughs> go all the way to the finals. Yeah, for this line. Um, yeah. So we go back to the top. We got Dying for Pie and Merman Barnacle Boy three. To be honest here, for Merman Man and Barnacle Boy three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. I think this is really close because I think both of these episodes excel in the same thing you know like they both have a ton of different really good bits mm-hmm. um, they both have a lot of variety going to a lot of different places and it all leads you know. up to like this one big joke towards the end yeah it's, it's like... all yeah it all comes together in the end right with like uh, the one, one big payoff um, Like, they're both good episodes for different reasons. Uh, he's not for Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 3. Um, even though, like, we'll have Dying for Five with, like, good moments, like, you know, the sweaters, uh, Bomb Pie, The List, uh, going to the brick wall, Squidward, you know, really getting upset. Like, the, the, the idea of him not dying, that's kind of, you know, what it builds for. Barnacle Boy goes, and, you know, it's like, like, you know, they're, like, they're, like fans, you know, they're, like, house sitting find him there teach him a bit you know they're like falling for like oh i want to be so good let me be good and then patrick's an idiot so he's like nah can't be good i think i think for me so far this is the closest one we've done this is really close 
but I think there's two reasons why I will agree with you, okay? Which we haven't talked about yet. The first one is because there is a villain, and I think that's really cool for them to actually have a villain in an episode and play around with that idea. Because usually there's, there's, I mean, there's no villains in SpongeBob. It's just, they're just, you know, dumb adventures, <laughs> you know. But there is a villain, which is, which is nice to see. Um, and then the second one is, I think that the best bit in this episode is better than the best bit in Dying for Pie. It's like the best bit in Dying for Pie is literally I think they show it to you in the beginning. It's like, this is a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Which is really funny, you know, but like, I think that the best bit in Barnacle Boy is is the wallet sequence where they go back and yeah. forth, back and forth. And it's like, okay, logically, I am, I am, I am schooling Patrick and then Patrick is just like, that's not my wallet. <laughs> and then that's when Mermaid Man, and Mama Mermaid Bar- uh, Man, Man Ray loses it. And then SpongeBob is like also on like the spectrum to the point where he can't say, "Patrick, that is your wallet." Yeah. He's just there, like, yes. Oh no, you can't <laughs> say that to him. Good. Yeah, because SpongeBob trusts him, right? Because Patrick is like, "All right, I have an idea," and SpongeBob's like, "Okay, yeah, go for it." You know, <laughs> you know, it's not until the very end of that kind of sequence when SpongeBob is like, "Well, I don't really know. If that's a fair question." You know, I don't. You know, the whole like. Uh, one to one hundred, you know. He's like, oh, that's not a fair test. That doesn't test anything, you know. That's when SpongeBob Crash tries to, you know, a little bit of conflict there, but. Um, also, yeah. like, is a savage, picking up Patrick by the head and just going. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that is another one. Yeah, I, I uh, so yeah, I think I do agree with you because I think there is just more. You know, I think this episode is, is more dense than Dying for Pie. You know, because I think Dying for Pie kind of plays on the same joke. And like every joke in the, in, in the episode is kind of iterative of that idea, whereas this is broader. It's like, made you a sweater of his tears and you kill him. <laughs> that was one of the best lines in any SpongeBob episode. <laughs> so it, it is pretty good. <laughs> so, and you kill him. You <laughs> kill him. It's like, no, self keep out for for Squidward. Yeah. Keep out for Squidward. <laughs> oh yeah, because he, because Squidward said like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the best day ever. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give him so much love that he's gonna drown in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Listen, dying for pie, very close, yeah. very close. It's, it's a close one. Oh. Um, so yeah, for the next one, I got uh, Shanghai and Franken Doodle. So I'm, that? I'm gonna come out and say Shanghai. I like Shanghai okay. more than Franken Doodle. All right controversial because i also said shanghai oh man oh man (laughs) it's like it's like we planned this you know it's like it's like we're following the script for this podcast perfectly it just so happens that we have big similar taste i mean you know yeah i mean yeah i like shanghai more because again i think there's you know i like i like the feel of episodes right so shanghai i have here is like i wrote here as a close win for me because Rankin Doodle had some good parts here. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean it even yeah. had some like horror elements to it that it it's shares like, with Shanghai. I think the only two episodes I didn't like that much that we were watching. Um I didn't like uh pressure that much. And I don't think I liked survival of the idiots that much. But I think everything else I liked quite a bit. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's kind of odd because those are both Sandy episodes, and I don't think I dislike Sandy. I mean, I feel like if you if you find common denominators, right, at some point, yeah, use a scientific method. <laughs> I, I I feel like if we had, like, do we have the Alaskan Bullworm monster? I think that was. Yeah, we do. Sandy's for going to work. Yeah, that one's gonna be for like a later oh, yeah. time. Yeah, and then we have Sandy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That should be a good episode. Um, I, I do like that episode. The so. Yeah, I think that um, yeah, no, I mean we're on the same page. I think Shanghai is better. I just think there's, I just think it's cooler. You know, again, uh, another thing, the same thing as Merman Barnacle Boy. We do have a villain, which is really cool. I mean, frankly, we have a villain as well, but like, it, it was a villain of their really own creation. Villain. Yeah. Yeah, where Shanghai is like, we got the Flying Dutchman, and he's acting like the Flying Dutchman, right? You know, he mm-hmm. t- he he. he breaks squidward's home <laughs> throws an anchor through it and then you know he he, he 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 takes them as their crew and like he tries to you know have a crew which it weird doesn't have one right now but um you know but then it is like spongebob really and, some great bits and like yeah when like spongebob and patrick are trying to jump off the ship and then yeah. he landed back on it and squidward's yeah, like oh that's all they get <laughs> 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 oh yeah, oh yeah, because like, cause there was that bit right where where they kept doing it, and then um, and then yeah, the Flying Dutchman like threw a fireball <laughs> at Squidward. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 they're they're the ones who jumped off. <laughs> he was like, are you are so are you guys gonna try that again? And Patrick was like, maybe <laughs> we we might he try again. Bring Squidward again. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and then with Frank and Doodle, it is cool. Again, I really like the concept of of the vi- of the the episode. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's I mean, it's purely just I I think Shanghai is is cooler, has cooler bits, has some funnier moments. Um, I think the, the most iconic segment to me in Shanghai is literally the perfume, the perfume section. Perfume room, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that alone wins. You know, it's just like it's just a stupid idea. Like like, who in the writing room thought of that? I was like, no, it's, no, what if we have a bit where it's like live action and <laughs> they're like dodging the perfume in real time. <laughs> and then you have like Patrick coming in with like a gas mask and then gas someone mask. pulls the gas mask so they can perfume it and then they close it back. <laughs> oh my god. It's good, man. It's good. And I'm like, this is just me when I walk into the perfume section trying to dodge all the smells. <laughs> Get me out of here. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's great, it's great. Um, but then we do have a tough decision, right? Because I'm I'm, I'm wondering what you're thinking, because it really is tough, dude. Now, I, I do have a slight bias here for Man Ray, so I did put Mermaid Man and Brian Boy Three. Okay. I will say, if Shanghai, if if, if we make, if, if there's a good case for Shanghai, I I do not care because they're both really good episodes. Okay. Okay. I do have a bias for So, I think my gut says Shanghai, and I don't know why. See, you like, know, after because... talking with you, I feel Shanghai, right? Because I'm thinking about the episodes in the moment. Because, like, the thing is, there's multiple bits in Shanghai that are much more developed than they are in Mermaid Man of Barnacle Boy 3. Mm-hmm. Like, but do have like those multiple bits, but they're all revolving around that similar concept. 
where at least in Shanghai they're much more varied and interesting. Yeah, I mean, I also think while Merman and Barco Boy Three has a lot of a lot of really good bits. Again, it's 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 very dense, but again, a lot of them are kind of based around the Man Ray idea. And I think when it comes to all of the training bits, when they're in you know the the cave or whatever. I think really the best one and the one that we just remember is the wallet one where there are other good ones in there but it gets overshadowed by that one where it's like i don't really care about the other ones shanghai has like multiple bits that are memorable again little little lee um you have the perfume section we went over um the wishes five take it or leave it yeah yeah (laughs) he's like like three. three he's like and, and, and you just see his face, and he's just like, all right, all right three. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, so uh, and then SpongeBob, like, slaps Patrick, and he's like, we got three wishes. <laughs> like, he's so excited, and it's like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because... And then obviously the, the twist outcome in Shanghai ends up being like, oh, they lose anyway. There's mm-hmm. no real winning outcome here. It's that, oh, the Flying Dutchman is just better than you. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's just better. And he's he's a villain and he's powerful and he's, you know, he's the Flying Dutchman. He's, he's like, he has stories and told about him, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, like, when watching it as well, I realized that Squidward got low-key, dude, from, like, Avengers. Or was it done? No, it was the Avengers. It was like from uh, Thor three, where he's like, "I've been like falling down for like twenty yep. minutes or whatever." Yep. Squidward just had to happen to him. I've been falling for forty minutes. <laughs> and you know, the best thing is, at least for me, I got to see the alternate endings as well for Shanghai. That is cool because I didn't remember that until you just said it. You know, I, I do have a vague memory, like I said, of the Patrick ending. But I mean, if you told, if you asked me yesterday about alternate endings i would say i don't know what you're talking about um yeah so that, that does have another time. element to it uh, i'm fine taking shanghai forward you made a great enough case for me and i mean we talked about it in previous rounds we didn't talk about it in this round we do apache multiple times in the episode patchy and potty it's like that's that's a great addition to any episode so yeah shanghai takes left side bracket left side win man um, Flying Dutchman really shows himself as a great character already on season two. And um, so yeah, so let me uh, you know I would also like to just remind everyone of the second half, just in case they're not aware, the other side, the right side of the bracket looks like. Um, this this one this this side's gonna be interesting, right? Because there are a few episodes here that you said you don't remember, and I'm shocked that you don't remember them. But um, we do have Band Geeks versus Graveyard Shift. Remember that one. Um, we have Procrastination versus Sailor Mouth. Both iconic episodes. Yep. We have Artist Unknown uh, versus Fryka Games. Do not know Artist Unknown. Do not remember it. Ah, oh, dude. When Artist Unknown is definitely one that when you start watching, you're like, oh, this one. Okay. Okay. Um, Squid on Strike versus Sandy, SpongeBob, and the Worm. Now that one, those two I remember, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got, we got some That's good times. That's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, I'm interested, you know, we got the whole left side done. I'm interested to see how this bracket turns out and what actually wins, you know? Because a lot of times, you know, I, I mean, especially with the first uh, season one bracket, I mean, it didn't end the way we thought it was going to. So I'm interested to see how this one ends because, um, you know, Shanghai winning the left side, that was something that I kind of thought might happen. With the right side, I mean, let me go back to it right now. Um... I feel like an easy pick for the right side would be Bangeeks. You know, you know, I feel like that would be like a very mainstream pick to be like, oh, Bangeeks is gonna win. Um, but I, but my my sleeper hit is probably Fry Cook Games for the right side. I really like Fry Cook Games from what I remember at the very least. I can't really say. Uh, I don't remember those episodes. So, um, but off the ones that I remember here, I would have to say I'm a big fan of procrastination. I don't remember a lot of it, to be fair, um, but it does resonate highly. I wouldn't be surprised if that ended up going forward. I'm sorry, I just saw the, the baby Wonder Egg meme again, and I'm really... <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, so we do have a few more things, Ray. I don't think these will take nearly as much... Uh, we'll not go nearly in depth on them. Um, I do just want to catch you up on the couple shows that I've been keeping everyone up on. Um, we got My Hero, right? So episodes 12 and 13. Not much to say here. Um, they are going deeper into Deku's quirk the whole like tentacle thing trying to figure that out bakugo you know i don't know if i talked about this already but i am liking bakugo the more the show goes on in the beginning i didn't get the bakugo hype i was like he he sucks as a character why why do people like him as the show goes on i get it he's a good character um yeah not much to say there they're gonna be doing the whole uh training uh what is it work work training i don't know what it is whatever there wasn't they team up with heroes so that'd be kind of cool to see excited for that um and then Higa hero the i shaved brought a girl home show that's pretty cool uh they finally got to the part where brought her back home and super nervous about it they're kind of coming to terms with everything seeing what was going to happen and then the big cliffhanger for episode uh 11 was um, brought her home, she's home, we're here, and the mom slapped <laughs> the the daughter. Um, that's just kind of where the episode ended. I mean, I get why she did it, because she's upset with her, but we'll see what her reaction is. If it's more of like a mom, it's like, hey, you're my daughter and you've been away from me for so long, how, how could you? I, I worried about you so much. Or if it is her dating her daughter, which has kind of been painted a little bit as well, but... Uh, we'll see. Um, so I do have, other than those anime, right? I do have two more things. Um, one, <laughs> I want to talk to you about iCarly, right? Now, how how much iCarly have, have have you seen? Would you say? I've seen I think all of iCarly. All of iCarly. So I I don't want to talk about that though. Were you aware 
that they rebooted iCarly. It's on Disney Plus, right? It is on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, okay. Um, yeah, I was aware. I haven't looked into any of it. Okay, let me tell you. Four episodes are out. And you know who's watched all four episodes? I have, alright? You have, okay. Let me tell you. So I don't want to, I mean, I don't know if you're going to watch it or not, but maybe I won't get, I mean, I don't really care about spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything because it's just iCarly. Um, if you do watch the reboot, get through the first episode. First episode, not that great. Okay, I was watching it and I was like, this is not going to be a good reboot. This is a disappointment. And I think the, the problem with it is that they lean too heavy into trying to make you remember that hey remember iCarly remember how much you love that show well, we're bringing it back you know they kind of lean too much into the nostalgia aspect of the show to try to get you hooked on it didn't like it didn't like it at all episodes two three and four very funny very good um so yeah and anyone out there it's pretty much they're now all in their 20s you know instead of being in high school or whatever and they're kind of dealing with their lives there they're very different couple new characters which are pretty good you know pe people were skeptical about these two new characters um, but they're pretty good and like I said the show the show is actually pretty funny <laughs> you know um, so yeah it's good there um, so yeah if you do start watching that right just, uh, just let me know what you think you know I, I, I think it's pretty good and um, the last thing Ray pretty far pretty far past this but um, did you watch, or maybe you read about it after, um, about N Nintendo's E3? Yeah. Was there anything that came out of that that you were like, oh man, this is nuts? Just Breath of the Wild 2, Metroid maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds about it, yeah. Okay, well, let me remind you of some stuff that you should be excited about, Ray. Breath of the Wild 2, yeah, we got that. We got Kazuya being in Super, Super Smash Bros. Do you care? I know you're a Smash fan. Oh, yeah, I'm on, that I'm, 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 I'm on tech and grind right now. Yeah, Kazuya being in Smash is pretty hype. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It upset me when people said, like, you know, he's a nobody, but I'm like, y'all, Nintendo he's... fans don't play other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like... Like, like Kazuya's an arcade legend. Yeah. <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> All right, he's been on arcades. Alright? <laughs> Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, He's Tekken, older and ancienter than most of you gamers out there. Tekken is classic and Kazuya is like one of probably the three main characters of, yeah, of Tekken. You can, you can either pick Heihachi, you can either pick Kazuya, or you can pick Jin. It makes sense picking Kazuya because he's the protagonist of the original game. Yeah. And he, he ends up becoming one of the villains, which is nice. Um, it's a great pick. So, got that. Oh, yeah, and, and, and then with Zelda, just touch on Zelda for a second. Very excited for that game, but um, sad that it's 2022, but if they need more time, yeah. they need more time. Yeah, uh, COVID probably hit them hard with that. Could have probably come out sooner without COVID. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll give them the time for that. Zelda is also a bigger project, so. Um, Metroid Dread. Excited for that. I like the, the whole 2D Metroid thing, so. It seems like the same team who worked on the 3DS remakes are going to be doing it, so. Mm -hmm. They did pretty well, so another 2D Metroid in the bag. That seems like a, a banger. Um, Mario Party Superstars. Could not be more uh, excited for this. Don't lie to me. It's a, it's a, what do you mean? Wait, are, wait, are you? Don't, don't, don't lie to me. You're you actually like. Are you I can't honest? tell if this is a bit. Are you, are you, are you <laughs> not a bit, bit of me right I'm, now? 
No, it's not a bit. I'm, I'm actually genuinely upset at the entire release of Mario Party Superstar. Okay, okay, so wait, okay, I'm stop, stop, wait, hold on, hold on, so are you, are you upset, hold on, okay, hold on just one second, are you upset because the game doesn't look good, or are you upset because they did Super Mario Party <laughs> dirty? It's, it's, it's so much that's being done here, okay, so one is Super Mario Party being done dirty, okay, <laughs> that, that's the first part, okay, Super Mario Party is being done so dirty, it's kind of ridiculous, alright? Wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, right, right, but, but... We got online play, so I so I mean like I feel like <laughs> online play. I, right, I, mean, it came, I, I, it came I know what's coming in from you right now. Yeah, yeah, have fun with your bit. Yeah, yeah, you knew you knew what you were saying. When you brought it up. Congratulations. Nice, nice bit there. Uh, uh-huh. Oh man. Doing it just to, to you're poking the bear. That's great. Oh, That's Are we great. live streaming on Twitch? Cause there's so many bits here. You know what I mean? Man, it's raining bits. Thanks for the bit donation. Uh, you're welcome. Kappa Kappa too. Um, of course. So, other than Mario Party being disrespected, what you know? What else about this? What do you What do you got? Okay. So, 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 like they're only releasing. You know what they're doing? Again? Five maps. But five new maps, Ray. Come on. It's you not. Know, it's five old maps. <laughs> okay, you're right. But we know that they're good maps. Okay, they're like. Let me be stressful. They're from like Mario Party one, two, and three. Which are the best Mario so, like, parties? Don't lie to me. What? Mario Party 2 and 3. What are you talking about? Okay, like, Mario Party actually peaked on the GameCube. We know it's true. <sighs> Debatable. You know it's true. You know it peaked on the GameCube. Uh, you know it peaked know on the that. GameCube. Like, Mario Party 5 was, like, or 4 was, like, top tier. And they can never chase that high ever again. You know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party 5, like, lives on my heart. Yeah. But, you're yeah. saying that as if this game will be worse than Super Mario Party. I guarantee you it okay. will not. I guarantee no, you this be, game will be better than Super Mario Party. It, it, it probably will be better, okay? It's just those five maps on the Mario the Super Mario Party engine. With the same old mini-games that they had before. Sure, 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 sure. But these mini-games are working now. Like the mini games never worked before, they've always worked. Ah, I mean that's debatable. Nintendo sixty four. Have you had? When, when was the last time you picked up the old Nintendo sixty four controller, right? When was the last time you blew in the cartridge, you slammed it in, it didn't work, you took it out and you tried again? When was the last time you played that? And then you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me uh, that. You know, you know, you know, you know. Maybe I, I should restate that. You know, it's been so anciently long. <laughs> You, you sit there and tell me, like, oh, the they, blow they've always the blow on the slap, the blow the slap, I think I they had the cartridge rusty. <laughs> the new cartridge. <laughs> this is the end of the bit right there. <laughs> All I'm saying is this game is going to be way better. Than the last game, okay. Maybe, maybe, should they have just done DLC? Possibly. But, this game, way better than the last one. It's gonna be more fun. There's a lot of Super Mario Party mini games. Not great. Not that great, okay. These, the Super Mario Party maps, not that great, okay. Um, very, again, very, we, me, you talked about this. Super Mario Party, very small, okay. Very small maps. There's not a lot of mischief that can happen on these maps, alright. That's why me and you, 
me and you were gravitated to the 2v2 thing because that was so much better okay it was better there's more stuff you could do more strategic we could have more stuff like that so going this oh, where they have these full-size maps remember we didn't we couldn't throw orbs remember that that was a big disappointment we can't place are, items on blocks or, or, orbs are coming back yeah yeah so there's so there's so much okay is it old yes but you but you can't say that as if they're not but releasing. they're charging the 60 bucks back on it though okay but are they not releasing diamond and pearl remakes that don't really look that good I'm gonna be honest they don't they don't look that good are i also don't believe that? that that should be so i mean like what, what was that i also don't believe those should be 60 bucks either no i don't think so either there should be like 40 maybe because that's usually like the price point for i mean because like when they remade the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, that was 40 bucks. Three games. It's the same as Spyro, yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. But they, they don't have to because people are going to buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, it's going to sell like one. 10 million copies. <laughs> like, why make Mario Party DLC when we can just come up with a new Mario Party game? Shigeru Miyamoto is just like, you know, he's living life. Um off of Mario Party because I'm gonna buy that game okay it looks fun I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it I'm not yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm probably um, gonna buy it as well begrudgingly because it's just gonna be awful I'll hate every moment of they announced a new WarioWare game how could you forget that WarioWare is always exciting yeah we haven't had a new WarioWare game since the 3DS collection and that was nonsense why are you releasing 3DS only games when they when the Switch was out what are we doing probably because it was in development or like I guess we gotta release it anyway nah it's stupid it's, it's dumb no one played it. And then um, Advance Wars. Okay, you didn't mention Advance Wars 1 and 2 coming back. People can yeah, finally play that game. You know, with Advance Wars coming out, actually, uh, they're going to kill off uh, Fire Emblem. As they should. Fire Emblem, all dead you, franchise. I've been saying all, it for all years. All your Fire Emblem fans. You know, saying it for years. You, you've had your fun for like a couple years. Yeah. Um, go sit back down in the corner. It's Advance Wars time. Turns out Sakurai is going to delete all the Fire Emblem characters from Smash Brothers. We don't need them. You know, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, not a Nintendo game, but it was in the showcase. That game looks pretty okay. <laughs> pretty okay. Um, Super Monkey Ball, I don't know if you have any attachment to that franchise, but I do remember playing it on the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, something like that. Pretty, pretty cool there. And then um, something I thought maybe you would care about, because I think you like Monster Hunter, is that right? Am I wrong? I do be liking Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Stories 2? That, does that do anything for you? It's interesting. Nothing like, I mean, like, I may be appeased to try it. How do you feel about those, about those monsties? <laughs> hey, I feel like feel Rise. That? Rise is pretty good right now. Rise is fun. I haven't gotten my HR super, super uncapped yet to fight Valstrax yet, though. Just need HR 100 to fight Valstrax. Okay, okay. Um, the new Valstrax is probably like my favorite monster though, based on what everything I've seen. So dope. The best way to explain Valstrax is that he's like a... He's like a jet fighter plane dragon. He has like jet wings. So okay, cool. Okay. The greatest dragon. Um, but yeah. Was it anything else? Yeah, that was just. I just want to talk about Nintendo E3 a little bit because, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, I watched all the other E3 stuff as well, but I didn't. I didn't think anyone would care. So, I thought the Xbox's E3 was good. A lot of good games there. Um, I don't know if you watched the Devolver Digital E3, but that was wild. That was the craziest 
thing I've ever seen. Um, they just had like this whole like skit kind of around their reveals and it was ridiculous. Um, I gotta wait. I, I like to wait for the Game Awards because I want to see that one studio come back again every year. That one guy. Oh yeah. His, his newest yeah. game, It Takes Two, is out. Yeah. Game looks pretty yeah. fun. We could do it. We could play It Takes Two. Oh, we could, if we only. We could be the two. Oh, we could be the two, but then who will be the it and who will be the takes? We'll have to find out. <laughs> there's, there's so much to consider. Um, yeah, right, that's all yeah, I got no, on I my saw, list. For Xbox One, it was pretty cool because I saw uh, the Halo, they're going to plan multiplayer being free. It is, yeah, free multiplayer. Which is exciting because I was like, I may try Halo. If multiplayer is free, I know like some people are going to be getting the multiplayer. Well, going to be getting the game for the campaign. But like, if multiplayer is free, you'll all hop on. Halo is pretty polished for the most part. And based on everything they showed in the gameplay, that they have, it seems that they're keeping it that way. Yeah, so it looks definitely it looks gonna fun. jump in for Halo multiplayer. That will be my shooter of choice. Like, Ooh, of a choice. Months. I'll be grinding that out. I gotta get the perfect Spartan, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they just show some of the cosmetics, and it looks pretty cool. And like, the only thing that they're gonna have, like. The best thing any free-to-play player wants to hear is only paid cosmetics. Mm -hmm. Or like, 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 there's gonna be certain exclusive paid cosmetics, but most of it's going to be free. It's like mm -hmm. the best thing you could hear. Like, there's no pay-to-win option. It's just only cosmetic options for what you're paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, beautiful, beautiful. It's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna another buy the battle thing. pass for Apex. Do you, do you play Apex? No, I don't play Apex. I was asking you if you're going to buy it. Oh, okay. Um, absolutely oh, yeah. not. Absolutely Yo, not. I, I heard you play Watson. I don't. You... See, see Ray, we went over this <laughs> early in the episode. You're gaslighting me, and I don't appreciate it. Okay? <laughs> I thought you told me you play, like, Lifeline and Watson. You... You <laughs> are spreading lies about me? I'm not that selfish. I heard you stayed up till like 4 a.m. trying to grind up for one win. <laughs> that is way too long. <laughs> you were like, I need to get, I need to get a win. I can't get off until. Like <laughs> I feel like at some point you gotta cut your losses, right? <laughs> you just gotta be like, this is it. I talked about like League of Legends, you know? Like I used to play League, um, and. There were times where we'd like we would play and we'd be like, okay, guys, we're not getting off until we win. Ooh, that's dangerous. <laughs> it would be like 2 a.m. and we're like, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I need to sleep, but we haven't won yet. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I mean, and then like you begrudgingly like, like everyone's like making jokes and like, haha, like after the first two losses, but after like the fifth, the fifth loss, you're all like quiet and everyone's focused and then like okay bye you know like there's like i was like thank thanks for playing you know, it's like it's like, it's like it's everyone's like all upset with each other mm -hmm. oh, so good that's why i stopped playing league of legends you know tekken's a much more uh, enjoyable time i think apex is also enjoyable as long as i play with friends got a lot of people i will say that i played apex a couple times with friends 
and I've gotten two victories. Okay. Uh, that's over like I think like a couple hours of gameplay. I will bad. say I was carried, but the secret is allowing yourself to be carried and not being a detriment <laughs> to the team. The secret is knowing how bad you are and then playing to that. <laughs> you see, now I could be like, oh, give me the best gun, but the best gun's useless on me. You take the best gun, I'll take the scraps, and if I see anything, I'll let you know. Allow yourself to be carried if you're bad. That's the best part in multiplayer <laughs> games if you have a team. Some people fight it. I just go with it. <laughs> you just if once you accept that uh, the ranked procedure goes good for you. You played Overwatch for a bit, you know. I if have, you, yeah. you got someone on your team who's like better than you. Who are you to say, dude? Like, stop doing what you're doing. No, no. Let them go. Let them let them breathe. Let them foster. I'm gonna do everything in this guy's right to make him win the game. He's sweating, dude. <laughs> Mind to make him lose. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> and like, imagine if like you lose the game and like he flames you, and you're gonna be like, you're just gonna think about it the entire time. Like he's just way better than me. Why was he cute? Oh man, it do be like that though. It do be like that. So yeah, I do Tekken now. That's a single player game. So every mistake is my own mistake. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> so when, when I say I suck, I'm garbage. Yeah. Um, I did have another thing I wanted to ask you, Red. When were you planning on watching the Demon Slayer movie? Is this already? It is, yep. It's on streaming. Which means that you can get it legally or the other way I mean, we can watch it now if you like this week this week okay 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 it's like what are we doing we're not doing anything really well we're doing um we're finishing up or we're doing next two of tier eternity and the other one finishing tokyo avengers finish tokyo avengers um we're watching an episode of sunny boy um, and we're doing the uh, Loki four, episode. Yeah, the the Wonder Egg and then the four um, SpongeBob. Okay, then I guess we can do it next week then. Next week. When you say next week, not this week. We're about to do stuff, but the the, the next the next one? next 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 recording. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. Because cool, we're cool. doing Wonder Egg and we're doing Sunny Boy. We are. That is true. <laughs> so we can fit like Demon Slayer movie in the next next week. Cool beans, man. Directly. Because I, I hear that is um uh, amazing. <laughs> I hear that that's an <laughs> amazing movie. People love it. So yeah, people people like it, dude. It's a good movie, from what I've heard. Um, dude, and I guess the numbers speak for themselves. Any case. Numbers don't lie. We all know this. There's no way you can fabricate numbers. I mean, come on, it's math. No, no, no. Of course not, dude. Not when they're being globally tracked. Yeah, yeah man. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else. That was my whole list. It was a big episode this week, but we, you know, we we got through it. It was all good. Next week's gonna be interesting. A lot of a lot of new stuff. 
So, um, yeah. So make sure, I'll just say it again, make sure to watch um, Next to Tier Eternity, finish up Tokyo Revengers. Do we know if that's actually going to finish up, or is there going to be one, like, hangover episode? Because like 13. Let me see Tokyo Revengers, like, 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just watch whatever's out, Tokyo Revengers, hopefully it'll be the end. We got the next four of Spongebob. Um, watch the Sunny Boy episode, or I guess don't. Either way, whatever. Because, I mean, the only reason we're watching it is just to come on and be like, hey, this show looks like one we're going to keep, or it looks like one we're not going to keep. So, you could not watch it if you don't want to. Um, and then we're going to do the Wonder Egg OVA. Because that's going to be No one cool. knows right now if it's 12 or 13. Okay, that's fine. If it bleeds over, then it's just one extra episode. That's fine. Um, yeah. That's it, Ray. You got anything else for me? Or for anyone that's else? That's all I got. Oh, man. That's Bird. it. Um, so yeah. I guess I'll... We'll see, we'll see everyone next time.